Yeah, drum roll in three, two, one. <laughs> Worst goddamn drum roll, but welcome to 2023. The story mode podcast. Oh no, where's the video game podcast gone? We ate it, we digested it, we've absorbed it, we've become bigger, better, hopefully not better, hopefully it's the same level of incompetence. I'm your host, Jesse Munner, and I'm joined by three lovely-faced boys, Joel, Simon, Felix. How are we doing in this newest of year? Fantastic. Can't complain. Can't complain. Been pretty good. I'm not going to lie, Jesse. I thought you were going to go into the DK rap. You're like bigger, better, faster, stronger. The first member of the DK crew, but you didn't. And- I was going to, but for copyright copyright reasons, I couldn't. Okay. <laughs> I think I don't know, like to get away with that. Donkey Kong. Yeah, that was our longest break we've had since starting the show, um, which we started what, three years ago at the start of COVID. Mm. Maybe the cause of it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who can say? Can't trust the science, I say. <laughs> I may or may not have been having soup around that time. I I don't know. It's all a bit of a blur. The Kijima- What did you guys get up to in your weeks off? Simon, tell us what you've been up to. I've been playing a lot of Persona 5. Um, also played some Baldur's Gate 3. Um, a, so that's coming out later this year, I believe in August. Something a couple of my mates and I are pretty keen on. We play D&D together in real life, so obviously I'm pretty keen for the D&D game. Um, and yeah, it's only like the first chapter at the moment. And we believe we're at the end of that. And it's sort of reignited this itch, which now can only be satiated by Divinity 2. So <laughs> gone from Persona 5 to Baldur's Gate 3 to Divinity 2. And I'm still doing Persona 5 in the background when I have some time. And, um, in fact, I didn't use my microphone for so long that there was a spider web on it that I had to clean up before we start recording. <laughs> I was going to interrupt there and be a real dick about it as I, my, my goal for this year is to become worse. So look out everyone. <laughs> but I was going to say, Simon, did you do anything in your break that wasn't video games? But I realized that's probably a redundant that, question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I actually respect it. <laughs> well done. Joel, how about you? What did you get up to? Uh, just the usual... What's new in the Joel the, hole? The, the Christmas in the Joel hole. Uh, the Christmas stuff, all that kind of fun things, spending it with family, all that boring, I guess, boring stuff um, to a degree. Uh, but, yeah, it's been good. I did watch, finally, Top Gun Maverick last night. So good. My Man, God. It shouldn't be good. It shouldn't even, it shouldn't be bearable. Like, it's. No. It, but it's fantastic. It's better than the first one. Oh, easily. It's, it's, I think it is the bar for, like, action blockbuster movies now it is like that that's it's it's cheesy it's funny it had me on the edge of my seat literally i was just i was so tense at some of the parts that third act is just fucking wild and yeah it's so good and then all the music as well it's just that top gun theme will never get old like it's just mm-hmm. you hear that guitar come in with that and you're like fucking let's go this is i'm i'm ready to roll <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's not, the most exciting thing I've done in my break is watch Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Felix, can you top that? What do you up to? Top Top Gun Maverick? I don't know. I don't know. I did watch a lot of stuff that I had to sort of catch up on. Um, I watched Kaleidoscope recently on Netflix. I don't know if anyone's watched that. Is that it's got Giancarlo in it. So it I'm going to watch it because oh, I'm an absolute simp. It's sensational. It is so good. 
for anyone who... So this is a show you can watch in any order. That's correct. There are, there are better orders than others, but you can watch in any order. Yeah, so Netflix delivers it to everyone in a random order, so everyone will get a different uh, series of episodes, except for the last one, which oh. is always the heist. Oh! So you actually can't choose... Well, you can choose your order, oh. I suppose, if you watch them out of order. If you do it manually. Yeah, yeah but, but Netflix offers everyone a different order. I think um, the, doesn't yeah, it play cool the concept. doesn't it play the black episode first as well like the yeah the I think I think there's a start and a finish yeah. so everything the, in between yeah be yeah exactly yeah I think so, something like mm. that but um, wow cool. it was sensational such a such a great way to write a story and they actually pulled it off it's not just a gimmick you know it's not something that it's like oh you can read this short story backwards wow but it doesn't actually do anything <laughs> but this <laughs> this TV show actually works. And, you know, I, I've yet to go back and actually, like, maybe do a rewatch with different episodes, orders. I don't know. But it, it tells such a beautiful story. And the acting is sensational, especially from Giancarlo. He's just an absolutely fantastic He's actor. The man. Between him and Pedro Pascal, I just watched The Last of Us TV show. I'm not oh. going to say anything except for, oh, my God, it's so fucking good. Holy shit. I want to talk about it for hours, but I won't. It's I've, I've got, like, I 25 will. minutes left of the first episode to watch. And already I'm just like, yep, yep. Yep, big old tick, two thumbs up. Well, during the time off, I did some things that weren't... I actually tried to tear myself away from screens for a little bit. So I took some time off work, and I rediscovered myself. A lot of wanking. No, um, <laughs> Turns out I was like... I went on a holiday, went to, went to a trip to Apollo Bay, which is quite good. I, I somewhat conquered my fear of heights. I have a weird thing with heights. If I'm really high up, and if I fall, I'll die. Absolutely fine. I'll do cartwheels on a rooftop. I don't give a shit. Okay. It's that height in which if I fall, I'm going to break my legs, going to break my arms. I'm going to be, you know, inconvenienced for a long period of time. <laughs> that scares me. Inconvenience scares the shit out of me. I'm a busy man. <laughs> so I did that. I was, that was a good time. Did a lot of cooking, a little, little bit of cleaning. I set up my little workstation so I can start making props again, which is fantastic. And one of the biggest things, which explain why I'm talking so fast right now, is I've given up energy drinks. Good. Hey. Wow. That's massive. Don't good me, you fucking I'm on edge. Why will I not? Oh, slap that. You're a beautiful, you're beautiful man. But I've also <laughs> cut down a fair bit of sugar. The reason I'm talking so fast is I'm having my my uh, first Coca-Cola classic, as they say, for the year, and I'm shaking. It's good. I wanted a caffeine sugar reset. Um, I'm not cutting out caffeine completely. I'm not cutting out sugar completely, but I've, I've definitely dropped it down a fair bit. And it's, it's uh, I'll probably crash. Because this is going to be a hell of an episode. I'll probably crash at some point, but... It changes you, man. Hey, as yeah, soon as you... you haven't stopped me before. Yeah, as soon as you cut out caffeine and, and you, you stop drinking coffee or you stop drinking energy drinks or soft drinks in general, you get to a point where you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't really feel like that anymore. And then you drink it's, like one sip of Pepsi and you're like... I mean, like, <gasps> due to a few changes, which I'll go through in a moment for, for our dear listeners out there at home and abroad, we don't stream this podcast live on Twitch anymore because, frankly... Couldn't be fucked anymore. But you guys can't see me, but now that I've cut out caffeine or reduced caffeine and sugar, I'm actually ripped. Um, yeah. You guys can attest Please, to that. I look godlike right marble, Ch- chilled from marble. Like, okay? yeah. Kratos. Adonis would blush. Mm. Yeah, 100%. You want to see, guys, you want to see me move my pecs? Absolutely. Uh, uh, Whoa. Oh, 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 oh my God. This is sort of, this is sort of order. Audio humor we can do now that we're not recorded. Okay, <laughs> this is the, the high quality of content you're gonna get from the Story Mode podcast. Yes, right, rebrand in 2023. Now, what is this rebrand? Look, it's not much. We're just not going to talk about solely video games anymore. 
you may have noticed if you've been listening to us for some time, every now and then we like to branch out, talk about a little bit about video games, maybe a TV show here and there. We want to do that more and just talk about entertainment, gaming uh, adjacent topics. So movies that games probably like, music that games probably like, or at least if it's my choice, cool people like. Damn straight. TV shows, movies. We're definitely doing an episode about musicals. I've promised a few people that we're going to do an episode about wrestling. I don't know why I've done that. <laughs> but just anything. Now, story mode gaming is still a thing. It's, it's, our, it's our podcast network. And of course, we have Pinch Joel from the Iron Clutches Woo-hoo. of his other show, Dialogue Options, a brilliant part of Story Mode Gaming Network, which you host with our good friend, Kyle Morrison. You guys will be talking more focused on video games and we'll be rotating guests through, let's face it, I'll probably be on every episode because I like to talk about video <laughs> games. I'm yeah, also really yeah. egotistical. I love the sound of my own voice. It's wild. Ooh, um, but yeah, so please... Check us out on Spotify and iTunes and wherever you can. Drop us a review. Those five-star reviews really help. If you're going to do a one-star review, don't. Just go about your, your day. Um, actually, wait. Sorry. Right, sorry. Hold up. Breaks. The, slamming on the brakes right now. Talking about reviews. Something weird did happen to me on our time off. Okay. I left a review on oh, yes, a you did. pizza store in Romania. <laughs> This is fucking. Why did incredible. you do that, Jesse? Why did I do that? Oh. Question there, Felix. Have you heard of a little fuckhead named Andrew Tate? <laughs> not Just a, looking into the a, fuckery that goddamn goblin has gone has, has done. I haven't heard of a little but fuckhead. When he, I haven't heard of a little fuckhead called Andrew Tate. I've heard of a massive fuckhead. A big old yeah. fuckhead. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll say it right now on air. I'll fight him. I'll fight him in a car oh, park. Right. Shit. Okay. Anyway, wait, 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 Simon. I'm gonna roll here. Go for it. I. Posted a review of the pizza store that he bought pizzas from in the video in which he... Look, they have proven that he didn't dox himself via the pizza boxes, but it was a lot of fun. We had a good time with it. Um, in his little comeback video to a teenager. That he lost now, massively to. That he lost massively to lose. The hardest you could lose an <laughs> yeah. argument. He's lost all of his cars now. Anyway, <laughs> Fucking fell off that, And it went, it went viral. And I got like a few thousand retweets, like... 16,000 likes or something like that. It was in a bunch of outlets. I'm getting messages from random. I'm getting death threats from people. Um, uh, it was like some, some dude sent me a random dick. Oh, nice. It's like, whoa, I'm famous now. <laughs> Chief Twitter fame, bro. I'm yeah. a Chief Twitter fame. <laughs> so, a dick pic. Hey. That's you know so that's why I've come back. I've come back a little bit more powerful than ever. Look, I just <laughs> want to drop that story in because I think it's worth a laugh. But let's actually get into the, the meat of this episode because I'm editing this and it's going to be a long one. There's some good movies coming out this year. There's some good movies that came out last year, but Amen. I think we're actually in for a, a bigger bite this year. We are going to go through all of the movies of note that we know are coming out in this year, 2023. I'm going to steal something from Dalek Options. They have a very good How dare function. You? Uh, it's ours now. Yeah. Welcome to the network, chump. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay? Fuck. What's yeah. yours is ours now. Yeah. Fuck. Woo! Called Dope or Nope. Basically, and we are going to run into the same problem that they run into. We're going to go through each of these films and vote. Is it dope or is it nope? If it's dope, we'll discuss it. Okay? We'll go into a bit more detail. If it's nope, we skip over it because who gives a shit? Now, the issue that, obviously, a two-person podcast like Dialogue Options would have is if yes. somebody says dope and somebody says nope, you get an impasse. 
but you guys have somehow managed to get you know get through 200 plus episodes yep. doing that. We're going to try that format with four people. I'm not very good at math, but let's see if it works. <laughs> yep. Yep. How I can it go wrong? I got a good feeling. How could it go wrong? I have a really good feeling. About I'm I'm a mediocre podcast host. I'm not a mathematician, okay, or a math magician, which is what Wait. I think it was. But thanks, a bit of wordplay for you. Start your year off right. Now let's start the year off wrong with a movie that actually comes out on my uh, my anniversary. I just realized Aww. February fifteenth. Winnie the Pooh. Blood and honey. The days of adventures and merriment have come to an end as Christopher Robin, now a young man, has left Winnie the Pooh and Piglet to fend for themselves. As time passes, uh, that's my movie voice apparently. As time passes, feeling angry and abandoned, the two become feral. After getting a taste for blood, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet set off on a new so- for a new source of food. It's not long before their bloody rampage begins. Now, just mind you, I'm getting all of these little blurbs from IMDb because there's too much. We're going through too many movies to do proper research. Guys, this looks shit. And I'm going to rant off the bat here. So the reason this has, um, you know, this can be made now is that Winnie the Pooh is now public domain. Okay. Which means that anyone can use this character. It's it's A.A. Mills. The A.A. Milne version as well. It's not the the version version of Winnie the Pooh. So I, I don't think he can wear the shirt. No. No. Okay, so topless Winnie the Pooh. It gets better and better. <laughs> I, look. Who gone wild? I don't Man. like the first thing that people did with this character is like, let's make him bloody and violent. It's this bullshit, dumb, edgelord, happy tree friend stuff. And it's like, it's such a tired and boring and sadly predictable way to go about this. I they could have done something really clever with this. Like, if they went, like, full across the Spider-Verse and had him traveling through and meeting all these other public domain characters. That oh could have been God, really baby. funny and super self-aware, kind of like the Chip and Dale film that came out yes, last year. Yes, lovely. Real fun. But instead they thought, no, like, oh, imagine you get this, you're covered in, covered in blood. How cool are we? It's, it, it, am, am I alone in thinking no, this is absolutely this no, no, no. dumb? It screams, it screams something that has spawned from, like, when this news came out, it's like, whoa, it's public domain now. Like, someone made... Oh, let's like, do something edgy and funny with it. Ha ha. No, it feels like someone made... It's like if Simon made a film. Jesus. <laughs> I have it's, taste. It's horrible. It feels I like... I haven't touched the Winnie for the fucking poo license at all. It feels like someone's, like, created some concept hey, art and put it up on Twitter and someone's just gone, fucking making that a movie. Like, that's... You know what this yes. is? What it feels You're like. right. This is a Tumblr post come to yes, life. Yes, thank you. That's absolutely yep. what it is. Yep. Oh, it, 100%. It is so... I, I, also, I also realized I didn't do the dope or nope, so maybe we'll do the dope or nope to work it if we're going to watch it or not. Oh, Sorry, dog, I've like, ruined your thing. No, that's, that's, actually, that's, that's a good idea because then the votes don't really matter. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Oh, yeah, um, we, go, we do the whose lines it anyway thing. The votes don't matter in this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. But also, it reminds me of there was that period of time where it was like all of these fan theories for shows like The Rugrats or Ed, Ed and Eddie where, oh, they're yes. all actually dead or whatever. It's <laughs> very much, it gives me the same sort of vibe where it's like, oh, everyone's just dead or a murderer. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like a creepy pasta thing. It's like, there's just, one just, of those. Right. Shut up. Like, there's one it. of those that I really like. It's the Toy Story one. And it's not a really creepy pasta one, but it's like, basically like Andy on his deathbed and the toys come back to him and sort of like say, their goodbyes to Andy before he died. That like, has emotional I'm depth. Like, that would yeah. fucking That's kill me. <laughs> I would yeah. just melt, like, completely. Go um, long, so I Parker. like that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Oof. Oof. You've said it. 
You've said it, and now I'm going to start crying. I'm ready to <laughs> all right, let's not waste too much please. time on winning the my New Year's resolution. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Make Joe cry. Dope or nope? I'm going to say nope. 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 I'm going to dope this one. Yeah. I think I will watch you it shit. just for shits and gigs. <laughs> just to piss you oh, all okay. off. That's fair. You, yep. you do that, buddy. I can't wait to hear about it. That's yeah, I, yeah I I, someone has to, to do it. Third hand, yeah. Look, if I was a teenager back in my, I was going to say back in my emo days, <laughs> here, back. Been yesterday. Oh. Um, back in like the early to mid 2000s, okay, I would watch this with some friends under the influence of something that isn't alcohol and probably have a laugh, but then forget it pretty quickly. Yeah. Like it's, yep. it's got that vibe. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yep. A movie that doesn't oh, touche. <laughs> a movie that doesn't have that vibe is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Bad name for the film. Just gonna put it out there. Nah, I love it. Scott Lang and Hope Van it. Dyne, along with Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, explore the quantum realm where they interact with strange creatures and embark on an adventure that goes beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Now, no doubt, we're gonna be doing a deeper dive when this film comes out on February seventeenth. We'll probably dedicate a whole episode to it. Can we talk? About Jonathan fucking Majors as Kang. Yes, he's the new can. threat. He's the new Thanos. Yes, we can. I think he's going to put Thanos in his place. What a beautiful man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Man. Ever since he's like. Between introduced- that and Creed, which we don't have on the list, but Creed 3 is coming out this year, yeah. that man's going to have a busy 2023. Like, fully deserved. Busy well. next ever five years. Ever since, like, Kang's introduction in, um, I guess, spoilers, but Kang's introduction in Loki season one. Um, like Loki lived. Oh, what? No. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, like his his like performance in that like finale is just wonderful. Like it is so enthralling and terrifying and menacing, but like, charismatic. Charismatic. Yeah. That's Honestly, exactly what I'm saying. To say like that, his performance sold me on the next arc for the MCU. Yeah. yeah. They've been needing a villain and they've needed something. They've needed someone who, like, Thanos is incredible, but I think during the Thanos arc, we also had some characters that we got to grow with a bit more. So Iron Man mm. and Captain and things like that. With this phase, they're having to unfortunately rush things a bit more, which makes sense. We didn't want to go through three phases without a big bad. It wouldn't work. People's view of the Marvel Universe is different to what it was back then. It needs to run differently. So, I think getting him in early is good and having somebody who's that like enigmatic, that's gonna put bums on seats. And I and think my butt will be in that seat at midnight when this comes out. Oh, yeah. That new trailer yes. is sick. It's yeah. dark. Like the whole thing Ant Man movies are comedies. This is not gonna be a comedy. I mm-hmm. think we're going to lose a few characters here. And I think also too, they normally heist comedies as well. And this doesn't yeah. seem to have that heist feel to it either. So um, which is not a bad thing, uh, but yeah, I'm. I, I think we're going to lose a few characters here as well. Uh, it's curious to think. I think we lose all but two, actually. Yeah, I think. I mm, yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, go, I, let's go around the room. Who dies or who lives? I think it's a bit easier. I think Cassie lives, his daughter, and the wasp lives. Yeah. No, nah, I no, nah, I reckon the wasp is out. Bad. I reckon the wasp is out solely because. Evangeline Lily is a bit of a dickhead, so it's like, oh, good point. I think so but, that's uh, why I'm like, I think she might die. I think she might be like, oh no, what a shame Hope we lost. Man die. Yeah, I, I mean, a bit more humor for you. Hank Pym and <laughs> Hank Pym and Hope are like, oh, they're dead. They're, 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 they're yeah, yeah. Like, 
the amount of de aging they've had to do to um uh, uh what's his name something Douglas Michael Douglas yeah Michael right, Douglas yeah. he's already like I don't want to wish ill upon him but there's a chance by the time the podcast comes out like <laughs> he's an old man Jesus um, already out there but yeah I think like also from that last trailer I mean spoilers if you haven't watched that trailer and you were trying to go into this movie blind fucking what's Modoc's there like yeah. Modoc and and I didn't realize until I watched kind of funny react to the trailer, like there is a shot where it's the guy who played fucking Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket, Yellow Jacket yeah. So the whole uh. thing is his whole body shrunk, but his head didn't. Yeah, but have <laughs> you seen, like, did you see the shot where it's like, makes sense. it's the shot where it's actually, you see his head just like yeah, they need to, stretched they need out to across. To put it out there. Yeah, and it's not they, great. They will fix it because it looks like that child hologram from Love and Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Which which they fixed which when it they, came to Disney Plus, still looked abysmal, and they had the goal to put that film up for a visual effects Golden Globe. Yeah, I don't yeah. agree with that. Still think it's a good movie, but anyway, uh, that's a hot take. But here's, nope. Spe- a, speaking speaking opinion, a, nope. I'm, I'm coming in with a with a hot take of my own. Um, I don't care for it. I'm like so over the MCU at the moment. It's been v- v- like awful for the past. You major movies. I, I, awful's maybe a bit of a strong word, but you get my point. Like, it's just been... It has nothing... Yeah, been, I, I, I kind of agree. This phase has been weak. Is, is, I think, what I'm trying to get at. Like, to me... Because uh, the last Ant-Man movie, I thought, was one of the worst in the MCU. Sorry, which one? The no. last one. Ant-Man and the Wasp was fun. That's a great movie. The first movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp was great. Second but one... Ant-Man 2 is considered by a lot of people... Pretty. It's not. It's I don't think it's great. bad. It's just nothing. It, that's, mm. that's the thing. It, was, it had no I ramifications on anything. It yeah, just, really it just happened. It. played too heavily into the joke of I forgot the guy's name from the from the first movie where he's like trying to explain everything. He's like, okay, explain so, the story. Yeah. yeah, and you know, like, yeah, cool. Michael that's Pena, that's yeah. yeah, like that's fun yeah. the first time. It became overused very quickly in the second, and this is what the third Ant Man movie. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I just I'm gonna make this is probably care. the most narrow reference i've made but ghost from ant-man 2 ant-man and the ghost whatever they called it looks like the 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 helmet is the same as the original ice bionicle the ice lego bionicle interesting i will put that out there for any wizard out there listening there's gonna be somebody like yes yeah he gets it question mark is that a hint right. to what comes next in the MCU? Bionic Bionicle? Um, oh, <laughs> man. No, they would rip Kang in half. See, like, <laughs> I, I get the MCU fatigue, and I totally understand why many people are suffering from it. I can't help myself. I I, I love this shit. Like, this is, thing. Like, good. this is essentially, it. this good is a nerd's please. version. Yeah, this is a nerd's version of, like, like a housewife's watching soap operas like this, this is what <laughs> i got my i need my next fix. like mean, I, got, yeah. I need my stories like that's that's how i feel about this and i totally i, I totally fair, when i was a teenager i used to watch passions after school oh, God, who didn't so um, who fucking didn't they're for everyone fucking timmy the ventriloquist doll jesus um but the thing is oh, like, i guess for me like i've always been more of a dc superhero kind of guy like i've always preferred the dc superheroes in general okay. mm-hmm. um i do think obviously their cinematic offerings have been awful Pretty recently, and changing. Well, and then they fucked around Henry Cavill, and it's like, what's even the point? We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a moment. We do need to move on. Unbelievable. You start rallying through. We've got like (laughs) twenty-five. Yeah, let's continue. Let's. Are we going to? So I think we're going to dope on over. Dope, 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 dope. Nope. 
All right, a movie that we actually we talked about uh, at length last year, so we won't go through it too much. February 24, That Bear's Doing Lines, Cocaine Bear, bursts its way into cinemas. Again. Inspired by the 1985 true story of a drug runner's plane crash, missing cocaine and the black bear that ate it, this wild, dark comedy finds an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converging in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound apex predator, aka a bear, has ingested a staggering amount of cocaine and gone on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. This is actually Ray Liotta's final completed film before he passed away last year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, um, also directed by... I want to go out the way this bear went out. Full of <laughs> coke and shot. It's, um... Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm directed by Elizabeth Banks as well, which is um pretty cool as well. Like, oh, Lizzie B. Yeah. I like so, Lizzie Banks. Uh, me too. So, so I'm like, oh, I'm even more interested in this movie. Again, we spoke about it. I've... I, I, Shared my thoughts about how I feel about this movie. I'm very excited to watch it. Um, and also, I just will, but I will share the tagline again that they're using, which is get in line, um, which I think is very, <laughs> very fucking funny. That's great. That's um, pretty clever. It's very good. And it like, this is one of those movies that just knows what it's going to be. And it's going to be just. It's about a bear does coke. Yep. I mean, the what does dope one open? Dope. 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 Yeah, dope. I'll do that. I'll see this. All right. Another movie which I think is going to have a very positive reaction as well. March 10, 2023, the year of our Lord, 2023, a little movie called 65 comes out. Now, I'll just read this, the short Please do. Uh, explanation on IMDb. An astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet only to discover he's not alone. Now, I've seen the trailer. We've all seen the trailer for this. Mm. Yep. And it is one of the coolest trailers I've seen because there's a, after a moment, you're like, wait, they surely couldn't. And then they do. He's not on a mysterious planet. He's on Earth, and the aliens are dinosaurs. Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs with futuristic weapons and guns and all yep. sorts. Oh, this yeah. is Chris Pratt. This is the new best. Jurassic Park that we need. No, no, no. <laughs> move over cinema. Move over. <laughs> move over. You know, painting and, and ancient art. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only art I care about. Six five. I want to get. I want to get our old um, fucking. Scorsese on the blower and just hear his thoughts about this and see if he thinks that, <laughs> thinks that uh, cinema's dead or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, this is another one of those ones where you just, like, watch the trailer and you go, yep, yeah, I will watch that movie. Could you imagine, though, if they didn't reveal the twist? Oh. And we is... saw, look, for one, nobody would have seen it. No, no one would have seen it. Really, like, that's it's, it's just another boring sort of film, whatever. This unless, is a dime a dozen. Unless it was After a, Earth 2. Unless it was a movie that was going straight to streaming that, like, could get word of mouth so quickly. Ooh, yeah, no, that, that would be all right. Yeah, right. if it went to, I like, if it was a Netflix-produced movie and it, like, came out and people were just like, hang on, everyone go fucking watch. Yeah, exactly. Go watch this movie right now. Just thank me later. And, yeah, but. I think what this movie does great is it's uncovered the lost art of a fantastic trailer. Which yes. is, what's the point of a trailer nowadays? Who knows, to get you hyped for the movie. But oftentimes it's just kind of, here's a, a big reel of cool things from the movie. This one, it has a meaning and it has a point. Like, you're like, why is it called 65? Who is yeah, this, this guy? Is, what's going yeah. on? Whoa! And then it's actually interesting. And it's like a film in itself, really. It's so I don't cool. like that nowadays we have teasers, we have trailers. Back mm. in the day, it felt like the trailer was the teaser. It was just like, well, actually, if you go back far enough, they used to explain the whole plot that used to be narrated and, it's like, yeah. and they get home safe but then there was that period where we had just really intriguing trailers I, yeah. I, I kind of want to go back to that 
Also, just mini rant. I'm going to need a button on the soundboard for a rant. But can people shut the fuck up with watching a trailer and then saying, oh, I already know what happens in the film. <laughs> you don't until you see the film. If you then oh. see the film and then you can compare. Simon, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will pay the $474 to fly to Perth. I will slap you and I'll pay the $474 to come back. <laughs> I like how you know the exact price of flights. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Because you've been on edge. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're on that line, and I'm prepared. Okay, he hasn't captain in like three months. All I'm going to say is that I, whilst I agree with the overall statement, I do think there are times where trailers give away the majority of. But you the don't plot. know that till you watch it. It's Schrodinger's trailer. Okay. Yeah. Until the movie is observed, you can't confirm <laughs> that. I think in the case of the movie like this as well, it's like. I don't care. Like, it's oh, yeah, still- yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with this one. Like, you don't care about it 100%. Yeah. I also, not- I, 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 I will, if, if we're getting up on high horse rants here, I'll get up on my high horse rant here about that whole thing about making it illegal for trailers to have misleading stuff in it. I think that's fucking bullshit. I think what Marvel has done with that has been brilliant. And like it's I, like not brilliant. I, I I really enjoy the fact that they've done that, where they've put stuff in their trailers that isn't in the movie, and then some fucking dickheads online just like, oh, but it wasn't in the trailer. But they didn't run out of the forest of Wakanda. Fucking exactly. And <laughs> it, was, it was that one. It's hundred percent that one. And I'm like, I don't care. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Plus, like. They have re like after a trailer comes out, they do reshoots. They they retouch it. They edit it. Like yeah, yeah. things are going to get chopped and changed. How 100%. are we to know what was done on purpose and what not? Now they can't do any of that. So where's the line? How do they prove it? <sighs> no more trailers. Yeah. No more trailers. <laughs> nah, more trailers. Um, that's it. More. Yeah, this is more. Going blind. Just watch the movie. I, I watch. Speaking of watching movies, dope or nope? Sixty-five. Dope as dope. fuck. Dope. dope. Yeah. I'll, this, it, if this is any more dope, I'd roll it up in some rolling papers and fucking. <laughs> Give this, a sweet this, pop this and you come movies. up with a plot for 65. This is one of those movies that I'm going to send to a couple of mates and be like, should we just go watch this? Like, this looks like it'll be dumb, fun, and just enjoyable. I'm going to get, I'm going to go watch it once. Gold class, a uh, uh, glass of, of, of wine. <laughs> then I'm going to watch it again, obliterated drunk, like I did with John Wick 2. Okay. Uh. I watched that a lot drunker than I should have. <laughs> and I did keep, I did keep whispering to my friend. Cause I'd never, I hadn't seen John Wick one at the time, oh. so I just kept turning around to him saying, "Did he win yet?" <laughs> and he did. He won in the end. So I watched that, watch that movie on a plane. I need to rewatch that. Now let's uh, let's get into the old DC pit of despair. Um, James Gunn's DC Shazam: Fury of the Gods dropped March 17 this year. The film continues the story of teenage Billy Batson, who, upon reciting the magic word Shazam is transformed into his adult superhero uh, alter ego, Shazam. Now- Is that the synopsis? That is a synopsis. That's one of them. <laughs> what happens That's in one the movie? Of, one of many. Well, don't know. You've got to watch like the trailer because apparently it gives it all away. dresses up as a bat. Like, first up, <laughs> the first Shazam film was actually pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. I had so much fun with I thought it was great. And it's it. It's, it's worth watching. Actually. I, yes. that's, I think it's refreshing in the context of- at the time, especially where the DCEU was sort of heading. This is a franchise, I think James Gunn behind, like, helping pull the strings a little bit in the background. He will make this thing thrive. I yeah. think Shazam's got a really bright future out of it. Also, yeah, brilliant casted. Yeah, it's Zachary- got Seth from the OC in it. Come on. Oh, yeah. Seth. Come on. <laughs> true. Zachary Levi is great, too. I, I, he is. I enjoy Seth. him. Come on. He's, he's very fun. 
yeah, he, he doesn't take it too seriously. Because I think, I think that's always the problem with, like, DC movies, is there's, like, that fine line where they want to be, oh, serious, because it's DC, and, oh, blah, 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 and everything's dark and miserable, and Gotham City exists. And, you know... It's the Winnie the Pooh blood and honey yeah. of superhero franchises. Yeah. Or it goes too far over the line, and it's like, you can't take anything seriously, because there's a stupid one-liner every, like, four and a half minutes, and you're just like, all right, like, okay... This is kind of boring now. Uh, Shazam DC, nailed it. Shazam got it perfect, and like yeah. right in the middle. I just recently finished watching um, Peacemaker. Oh my the god! Re- Have everyone seen it? Yes, I haven't. But I haven't seen I've it. Heard very good things. Okay, one of my favorite shows of last Quit year. Quit the podcast. So. Log out. Do yeah. what you need to. Send me your do. audio. I'll, 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 we'll do the AI to get the rest. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Like it is so. It's good. so fun. It has no well, right I, being as good as it is, and it is so amazing. Yeah. Okay, look, we may as well let's just let's let's dig this up quickly. Henry Cavill's gone. Mm. Um, Ben Affleck's gone. Yeah, and Wonder Woman. What's her name? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gadot. All gone from the DC EU uh, after James Gunn took over. It sucks that Henry Cavill's gone because I think he's brilliant. I actually really like Ben Affleck's Batman. I'm I'm a big fan of his Batman actually. And Gal Gadot had moments in Wonder Woman one. And in the Justice League film, which I, d- I didn't mind, Wonder Woman 2, let's not talk about it, it was garbage. Yeah. I really like what James Gunn's doing because they couldn't continue with him. They, yeah. That whole universe is that trash right now because so many people, people touch two things. They just needed to say, scrap it yep. and, and, and build fresh. And I think- yep. Blank slate. Yeah. I, I like- We'll talk about the Flash a bit more when we get to uh, that. Yeah, because I was going to say that, that's the only problem is that the no, no. I think there's actually a, an interesting outcome there. There is, yeah. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm fascinated by the Flash. Yeah, yeah. I think Zachary right, Levi as Shazam. That's something you have to keep because he. I don't think fans tore Shazam apart. Like even the good DC films get torn apart. Yeah. This wasn't accurate. This wasn't that. It has to be this. Has to be that. Shazam didn't because it was seen as like a kids' film by some people. I think. So I, I'm, I'm glad they kept them on. It is a family I'm, movie. For the it's, first time, I'm, I'm excited movie. for the DCEU. Yeah. I think that they it needed a... It uh, needed James. A, it, it, it needed did, reckoning. It fucking needed James. Absolutely. And yeah, after seeing Peacemaker as well, like, and Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad as well, like both of which I fucking adored. Like, um, And they got, they got dark still. Like mm-hmm. there are moments in Peacemaker that hit also John Cena. Oh, what a performance. Yeah. There's a few scenes in that that actually... So good. Like really... Blew me away. It's, yeah, like, I think, yeah, I think I actually like Peacemaker more than I like The Suicide Squad, which is wild yeah, to think about. Agreed. Like, it's, I agree. And I really enjoyed The Suicide Squad, but yeah, like, I think seeing him do that and, and, you know, like, like you said, walking that line between funny one liners and dark moments and balls to the wall action and, and literally ha- balls to the walls because you see him fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the, the mm-hmm. key thing is, though, that James Gunn always brings heart to what he's doing. Really, yeah, 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 and I think that's what's missing. It, it they were so wrapped up in being gritty and so anti MCU that it just sort of, yeah, yeah exactly. The like the MCU recipe works, so why do the polar opposite of it? You do something that accompanies it, like plays off it a yep, little bit, absolutely. Um, and I think when you said it puts it, they put in James Gunn, sorry, puts heart into what he makes, that's the difference between what he makes nowadays and what Taika Waititi makes nowadays. Mm. Yeah, Taika is just trying to fit his own format now, and he's breaking my heart. I but anyway, want, let's move on. I just Shazam, want Taika to go back and do dope and open. Dope, dope and open. I'll, I'll see it. 
Shazam. Dope. Dope. I'm going to say no. Shazam. Oh, sh- just because Ooh. I didn't watch the first one. I don't really care for it. So I, other stuff I want to yeah. see. Not because I don't That's think it's fair. That's fair. I'm gonna yeah, say yeah. I'm gonna say dope. This is a yeah. date this is a date night Guys. movie for me and my wife. Like that's hundred percent. Yeah. Nice. If that's a date night movie for you, this next movie is full play for me. Okay. <laughs> John Wick <laughs> chapter four. This March is also a date 24. <laughs> we are going to gun church, motherfuckers, okay? Yeah. And we are praying down to the Lord Savior, Keanu motherfucking Reeves. John Wick, uncover the path to defeating the high table. But before he can earn his freedom, Wick must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes. Ooh. Why? Okay, mm. I'm going to admit something here. I'm actually not a big action film fan. I don't get into many action films at I all. Love it. It's fun. But John Wick. John Wick is a special type of action film because oh, put it my deals- little brain to a chokehold. Can I, I? It deals with something that a lot of action movies struggle with nowadays, and that's called momentum. When you have momentum in your action mm. sequences and in your choreography, it makes your eyes track the screen a whole lot more dynamically, and it actually captures you so heavily in the experience that it makes you care about the action. That just yeah. doesn't happen anymore, and John mm-hmm. Wick gets that. It totally gets it. Sensational. It, it's, it's part of the reason why like The Raid is such a good movie. Oh, so it just keeps moving. It, it is exactly. constantly in motion. It doesn't settle at any moment. And when it, when it does have its quiet moment, they're tense. Yep. Mm. They, yep. they are just, you know, get a breath in while you can. Mm. It's, it's, so also, cool. it's also the same thing. Like, it, it's the same Why'd they kill his dog? Why'd they do it? Their day could have been so chill. They would have been fine. <laughs> I the saw dude a, who didn't have the dick from Game of Thrones, he would have been loving life. But I, saw a post, I saw a post that said, <laughs> it was like a, a Photoshop picture of Keanu Reeves wearing a t-shirt that said this, but it also said, why was it called John Wick when it should have been called Keanu Reeves? And I think that's very, very funny. Um, but, like, it's, yeah, there's just something so much fun about watching these movies and seeing it gets this kind of reaction where I just go, oh, what? Like, every yeah. time. And that's and it's part of the reason why I love from, like, Fast Five onwards. It's why the Fast and Furious movies get me hyped as well because they have those moments where it's just like, what the fuck? Okay, sure, let's go. I'm having a lot of fun with this. I think it's also one of the things, like, with everything going on, and kind of, I guess, the older we get as well, those f- times where you can turn your brain off are getting rarer and rarer. Mm, so if you true. can block out the world and see Keanu Reeves, 69 years old, doing backflips with a bazooka, mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> fighting, yes, please. Fighting Donnie Yen in this one. Fuck yes. Let's go. My God. That has me so excited. Should we even bother with dope or nope? It's all dope. It's, yeah. This is all dope. It's a oh. easily. It's nope a no from, from me. It's a tentative nope, however, I wish to add. I've seen the first John Wick. I haven't actually finished the second one, and I haven't started even the third. Just well, okay, that doesn't matter. Based on the first one, say dope. Say the word dope. <laughs> That's all you need to do. This is so easy. Doesn't say dope, and you'll get it right. I remember there's no tra- right or wrong answer except for this one. You're getting wrong. <laughs> I saw some people that I trusted online talking at, at the time talking about this movie, like the first movie, and I was like, I dragged Kyron, my co-host from Dialogue Options, along to see it, and he's like, "Sure, I'll go and see it." And we both walked out just like fucking punching the air. Kyron has a like, full-blown yeah. John Wick chest tattoo now. Yeah, he does. He's like, <laughs> he's hardcore. Again, I've I've seen the first movie. I and back it. I thought it was amazing. Um, it, it's just I didn't. Sort of get around to because I feel like the second and third one. Don't worry about they, the second and third. 
based on what you know of John Wick. Say yeah. the word dope, I'll slap you. Dope. And then, yay, Simon. John Wick two and three. I'm gonna edit all. I'm gonna edit all your nopes out and just be like, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Go through this whole episode. I'm gonna have to dub over Simon. Sorry, Halle Berry. We with all dogs. know I can do the accent. Can we just say Halle Berry with dogs in chapter three? My God, yes. Fucking yeah, Simon, do you so the same? Please. What? Please watch two and three. Yeah. I, have a few I mean, drinks, watch like two and three. It's, it's dude, not that adrenaline. I haven't wanted to or anything. It's not like I've gone, oh, no, I don't want to watch them. They are on my list on Netflix. Like, it's saved, ready for me to watch. I just haven't sat, the, sat there yeah. and gone, you know what? Surely you have time. Now's- what, do you got more bookshelves are delivered? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to play Persona, man. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's I'm fair not enough. bad about that. I'm not like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. I know, I, look, pass, Simon, I respect fine. that. I know what our roots are. Video gaming does come first. <laughs> I respect the shout out. Fair enough. Um, moving on. Dungeons and Dragons, March 31st. Oh, yes. A charming thief yeah, and band of unlikely adventurers embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic. But things go dangerously array, awry, whatever you want to say, <laughs> when they run afoul of the wrong people. Guys, let's forget that. <laughs> What I just said. I appreciate Dungeons and Dragons. Ari, 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 Ari. I wouldn't say who else wants to host, but I know everyone put their hand up. No, you have to give me your podcast license. Aroused, yeah. Give me podcast license. Hand over your. You're not old. You're not old enough to podcast. I can't get you the license. I'll get you a fake podcasting ID. Oh my god! Yes. Um, Chris Pine, the second best Chris in Hollywood, after Evans, obviously. Okay, um, Michelle worried. Rodriguez in a film that I actually like her in. Normally, she, when she, she, I'm gonna take that back because she's in Fast and Furious. Fuck yeah, yeah. she's in Fast and Furious. Okay. And she's awesome. Um, in it. Justice Smith, who's sick. I love Justice yeah. Smith. I rewatched yeah. uh, Detective Pikachu recently. He's awesome. Yeah. Good, so and good. Yeah, he's the best part in, um, in Jurassic Park Dominion. Because he leaves early on and saves his, saves his career. So that was smart of him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Can we disagree? This looks way more fun. Than, like, these sort of movies have come out before, but there's something about it. It just, it gets it. So It's fun. I am a relatively big D&D fan. I play D&D with a solid group of mates. As I was saying at the start, I've been playing uh, Baldur's Gate 3 with some of those friends. And I, I, I do enjoy D&D a lot. I think the the subreddit in particular have been talking about the fact that this is the first time in a while that there feels like there's actual passion behind a movie of this sort of caliber. And it's like getting the good Hollywood spotlight. Because there have been fun D&D movies before. There's um, been bad ones. I remember seeing that, one years and years and yeah. years ago, and it was awful. I think it's awful. um Dungeons and Darkness or something like that is a okay. really fun really fun movie it's it's, a, it's an indie flick and it's obviously based about people genuinely like playing the game and then it's sort of as if you, like, then you sort of go into the characters and as if the characters were playing out everything that's happening and then you occasionally get a zoom out and it's back to real life and people are you know having a chat or whatever or like the cat jumps on the table and it's like oh no there's great beast attacks and things like that and it's, it's fun um but it was an indie film and so I think it feels like we're finally getting what D&D should be in terms of like the spotlight, how popular it is now, and just the level of silliness behind it. 
Yes, absolutely. That that's the key. I think is yeah. like the chaotic nature behind D and D is like something that I think people from the outside who have not played before will look at something like Dungeons and Dragons and go, "Oh, it's just nerds coming around and like fighting dragons." Nah, that's no, not the no. fun <laughs> parts of the of those like that, playing that game. It's the stupid. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's stupid shit, and then bullshit. You it's, can tell them. Make, two, I've got two out of three. It's <laughs> making your DM. Fucking hate every single one of you for planning a giant like chunk of campaign and doing the complete opposite thing. So yeah, like that's that is- that's the fun of D and D, really. Like, yeah, when it comes like, down to it. At the moment in the campaign that I'm playing, uh, I'm like, so we're doing the Strixhaven campaign, which is basically um, Hogwarts in the D and D universe, but way less um, racist and thinly veiled bullshit because J.K. Rowling doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. I'm pl- I'm playing a goblin bard called Periwinkle, and it's great fun. Like it's ridiculous, and like our whole team is just this, the worst misfits you could imagine. And if mm-hmm. you want an idea as to sort of the chaos that D and D really is, watch the legends of sorry the legend of Vox, Vox Machina. because yeah. that is I don't mean based, to watch that because that is based on Critical Role's first season, I believe. The first season, yeah, not, yeah. yeah. first campaign, and yeah, it is fun. It is silly. It's animated really well and it's a little bit gory in a few places but it's sort of it's nothing offensive it's, it's um, all silly it, I when think- i first saw this trailer I, I i've never played D before but i was so excited for people like you simon because i know you're a big fan of it i watch them like simon's gonna get so into this yeah, this oh, yeah. is gonna be really fun and i think the thing that's bringing it all together is chris pine it is because he brought that same energy to 100%. star trek and i actually yeah. really like the star trek films he was in Me too. i think yeah. that, they had flaws, but he was always good fun because he could be a smart ass, but he also had some genuine like the scenes of emotional weight, he could carry them. Mm. I, I think he's actually a really underrated actor. So I'll be seeing this a hundred percent. Um give this a dope. Yeah, dope for dope. me. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Dope. Felix. Dope. Dope. All right. I just but I can't wait to see. We're gonna, like- start, we're gonna start barreling a few through a few of these. Yeah, go. All right. Super Mario Bros. <laughs> movie, April seventh, twenty. 23. I'm going to do this in my best Chris Pratt Mario impersonation, okay? <laughs> yeah. It's going to the old vocal cords, okay? Just, just channel Linda Belcher. All right, Fine. ready? Entering, just entering my uh, new body. A Brooklyn plumber named Mario travels through the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom with a princess named Peach, an anthropomorphic mushroom named Toad, to find Mario's brother, Luigi, and to save the world... From a ruthless fire-breathing Cooper named Bowser, a Wahoo. A Chris Wahoo Pratt. Oh my sorry, God. sorry. How did we get into oh, the show? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, yeah. Whoa! Special guest starring Chris Pratt. Be gone. Sorry. Yeah. You have to oh. exercise the demon of Chris Pratt from your body. There. He's got a lot of demons. That man needs to exercise. <laughs> um. Okay, we've spoken about this movie at length, and we're going to do a whole episode about it. So let's cut the bullshit. This looks delightful. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. And, and I think we'll. Dope. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be the biggest film of the year, I think. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the first movie I take my my son to the cinemas to see. And oh, I cannot, that'd be good. I cannot that'd fucking wait. I hope he doesn't act like a dickhead. Like let's like, let's <laughs> put it that way. I hope he I hope he doesn't act a fool. Please. I want a full review of of him acting the fool as it, as, as it was. He'll be like an he'll be like acting up in in like the aisles and running up and down the stairs. I'll be like, shut up. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> hey, yo, it's, it's me, the Mario. I'm back. I'm back <laughs> at it again. Kingdom. Here we hey, go. Here we bloody fucking bloody with the Australian now. 
Oh, that <laughs> means a range come, to what? He's- I love, I just love that Chris Pratt's like, I've done a take on this voice that you will not see coming. It's going to be something like you've never heard before. An absolute tour de force, okay? The pinnacle of my acting career. Hi, everyone. I'm Mario, the mushroom man. <laughs> I'm delivering all <laughs> sorts be- of gifts across this, this kingdom. Come to on. Be- like, to be fair, Charlie he said, Day, like, you'll never, you'll never expect what I'm going to... I, I'm going to do with this character. He wasn't wrong. Didn't expect him to do. I expect him to disappoint. And to be fair, yeah. yeah. Look, to be fair to him, it actually kind of works. It's not that bad, that's, and that's all the other actors are carrying it as well. So I, I actually don't care about his voice. I think it, uh, I've I run that know. meme into the ground, and I will until the movie comes out. Hey, yo, it's me, Mario. <laughs> I'm back, guys. April 14, Renfield. The trailer for this came out a few days ago, and. It's, very, very good. I am Renfield, the delightful Nicholas Holt, decides to leave his centuries-long line of work as a henchman and familiar to Count Dracula, Nicol- Nicholas fucking Cage, and finds a new lease on life in modern-day New Orleans, where he falls in love with a feisty but perennially aggressive traffic cop named Rebecca Quincy, played by Aquafina, who I really like. Fuck yeah. Um, okay, Nicholas Cage as Dracula, possibly the best casting choice ever made. Fantastic. Yep. The whole familiar vampire thing got me automatically thinking about what we do in the shadows, the shadows one of the greatest yeah. TV shows currently on. Um, and after watching the menu last night, I am in awe of Nicholas Holt as a talent because in the menu, I just want to strangle him, which is a sign of a very good actor. I think this looks fun. I um, haven't watched this trailer yet, so I actually had no idea what it was about until you just read the description. Sounds great. <laughs> very intrigued. I'm going to go watch this trailer after we finish recording. Has anyone checked it out? Yeah, I've had uh, a look no, at it. Well, yeah, it's all like a little so bit of it. It seems cool. Uh, I, I think I need to see more of it. There it wasn't too much in the trailer that actually grabbed me, other than Nicolas Cage's Dracula, but, you know, I don't know. It didn't grab me as much as maybe it would other people. Look, when we say dope or nope, are we saying dope as in I'm going to see it at the cinema or I'll watch it? Because I'll watch this when it comes to Netflix or what have you. I reckon cinema. <sighs> yeah, I, reckon I think- cinema yeah. for this one. yeah. So I guess I'm a, so if I okay I'm an open then I'm not going to see some of this. Yeah, I'm I, the same. I think I am going to see this because Nicholas Holt has been on my radar for quite a while because uh, of this UK drama show called Skins. Hell um, yeah, Skins! Sorry, I, I, Simon, hold up, hold up a moment. Did you just introduce like, oh, maybe people don't know Skins about Skins? Well, yeah, because there's an American show called Seinfeld. Sinfeld, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. Have you heard the Simpsons? Yeah, it's Renfield. Feel too young. And you're old. What of it? I'm falling apart. He's fucking got you. I can't eat sugar anymore. He's fucking got you. Shit, my bones. Retreat. Retreat. I'm shaking because I smelled coke. You understand? <laughs> cocaine bear. I'm the cocaine yeah, I was about to say, we're past cocaine bear at this point. But <laughs> no, because some people won't know about skins, all right? So, anyway, yes, because skins, because he was amazing in skins. And I think since then, Warm Bodies, even though it's a bit of a joke of a movie, he was fucking great in it. I really also, enjoyed it because of He's in Mad Max. Yeah, he's in, he's uh, in he's Mad Max. Awesome. And he like he melts into that role. He's in he's an X Men. Like Nicholas Holt's yeah. badass. If we want to go back to his very first appearance, which was about a boy, also a fucking great movie. Mm. So yeah, yeah. He that, isn't he? He's and also about a boy. the menu. Please watch need, the menu. It's so I, I'm, I'm waiting to watch it. Yeah, I'm waiting to watch it with my wife. So I, I definitely want to watch it. As somebody it's whose dad up. is a chef, 
I was having like Vietnam flashbacks during this movie. <laughs> okay, it got dark. Interesting, interesting. Um, so I'm gonna say because I'm not gonna go see it in cinemas, I'm giving Renfield a, a nope. How about everyone else? It's I'm a nope. It, it's oh. a nope because I haven't seen the trailer yet, and like it sounds interesting, but I it hasn't hooked me yet. So I'm gonna give it a dope because again, I feel like if I can convince a couple mates to come watch it in the cinema with me, it'll be a good time. Felix, um, nope. All right. Cool. Let's start rolling through these next few. Evil Dead Rise, April 21st. Moving the action out of the woods and into the city, Evil Dead Rise tells a twisted tale of two estranged sisters played by Sutherland and Sul- Sullivan. God, thanks. Thanks. I have a list. Thanks, mm. Evil Dead Rise. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Jerks. Whose reunion... Re- fuck. <laughs> reunion doesn't even have an S in it. <laughs> Whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. Yeah, it looks, looks fun. Just dumb, bloody, gory, fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mummy sleeping with the maggots now. That's a cool line. <laughs> that was a great That's line. That's a good line. Great That's line. Good line. Uh, it, it's that shocky horror that will get you at moments and be like, whoa, okay, that was a bit of a, a well-timed jump scare, not a cheap one. Yeah. I, I think I, this could be... It's going to be a cool horror Talk film horror. that yeah. you go see, and then in like a year you'll be like, "Oh, I remember seeing that. That was pretty cool." I think it's. I, I think it's from watching the trailer. I think it's it's marrying that sort of the feel of both the original Sam Raimi joints, and also um, from what I can tell, the remake stuff as well from Evil Dead from um, Files Arives or something. I can't remember his oh, their one. name, but um. Yeah. I'll edit it in. Sorry. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, it, it, they did the remake, and, and it's um, apparently really good, and it's kind of like got a new take on it as well. So um, I think it's sort of marrying both of those together pretty well. It feels a bit schlocky in some aspects, but it also feels genuinely terrifying in others. So yeah. when a horror movie, a schlocky horror movie, knows what that's what meant to be, they're excellent. Kind of like, like Megan, which I'm going to see this week. Apparently, like it's, it's real like kind of goofy at times but it knows I, that it is it stays into it so it has a lot I of fun mean, with it i've heard the opposite well i'm gonna see it this week i'll give my review next yeah week. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm but i'm uh i, I, I think like this will be a lot of fun i feel like the evil like the original evil dead movie, like especially you watch the trajectory oh, yeah, like, of evil dead like the first one's like you know a low budget student film essentially then it goes to like a remake of that being a little bit sillier and then army of darkness is just fucking madcap hijinks with bruce campbell so it's yeah I, Who I, knows what we'll get with this one? Maybe Evil Dead will surprise. Yeah. It's called Evil Dead Rise, everyone. No, that was not Simon. Good. Okay, nobody can see this. Simon has his arms crossed and he's looking at me <laughs> he is like a disappointed teacher. Very unimpressed. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> it, look, it's a, I'm going to see it, but not in cinemas, so it's a note for me. Uh, my, no. poor, my poor little heart can't handle it, so it'll be a note for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a nope from me because I actually haven't seen any of the Evil Dead movies. Ooh, the first I think, one. Nope. I feel like this one is is a film that you can see without seeing the old, early ones. Like it, it, it feels yeah, like almost yeah, like, it's a soft no, reboot. Probably, uh, having said but, that, having said that, maybe like watch the originals. They're fun. They are fun. Yeah. yeah no. I, also, I, I, just mind you, it's, it's the first full nope. However, yeah. I only realized that the nope meant we're not going to see it in cinemas. Like three films again, so <laughs> who knows? Absolute wild card, twenty twenty three. Storybook podcast, welcome. Next up, again another film. We're not going to go into too much because we'll do a full episode on it. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, May fifth this year. 
Still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own, a mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful. I don't give a shit about bad, you know, the villains and stuff like this. Is Rocket going to die? This movie's going to absolutely rip my heart out and squish it in two pieces, and I'm going to watch it. James Gunn is going to wipe his feet on the That's how he's going to die. He's going to get ripped out of the spaceship, pulled into two pieces, and sent into deep space. Fuck me up, James Gunn, please. Like, this is- I'm so ready. I'm ready for this shit. Like my body is willing. I actually am in the camp that I don't think Rocket will die. I think it might be a bit Ooh. of a. I think it's a bit too obvious, but a bit of a fake out. A bit of I red think will die. Yeah, but pun. I think they all die. Okay, I. No, no, I, no, I, no, I think no, I've mentioned I, this before. I think I've mentioned this before. I wouldn't mind if they all die as a team. One of them dying is tragic. This is the end of their story. You don't yeah. want to end it on a tragic note. Them all dying together, and as we've seen in Love and Thunder. There are different sort of afterlives. If we saw them all together as a family unit, they were together forever and they were happy. It's cheesy. It's on the nose. Fuck, I I feel good. And this, I don't know what song he would pick, but James Gunn will nail whatever song he plays and it plays out. (laughs) I like that idea. I like that idea. I think Drax gets a happy ending. I really do. I think. I honestly think that. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. I think Drax gets a happy ending, but he also dies. Yeah. I think Drax okay. dies, and I think he dies happy. He yeah. no, he will die because um, uh, Batista, who is becoming yeah, quickly becoming one of my favorite actors, oh, um, yeah. he said that this he's done with the role, like the character's done. Yeah, so either yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll die or um, he'll leave. Well, he's sort of backtracked on that a little bit by like saying he's done with being like he needs the, the job. Well, he's done with being that yeah. version of the character from like the yeah. original Guardians without wearing a shirt, which is why he's wearing a very snappy vest in the holiday special. So, um, and most of the promotional stuff. It is quite snappy. Well. It is. Yeah, he's very sharp. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, um, dope. So Min- fucking Midnight weird, yeah. launch dope. Uh, yeah, this is like dope. Pre- dope, dope, dope. pre-buying tickets dope. Like that's, yeah. Dope, yeah. but uh, I'm sorry, Jesse, you confused me there. A midnight launch? I don't understand. There's no such thing. Mm. I'm sorry. What? what? Is is that like a ten a? Is that like a ten pm launch for you or something? Yeah, we really um, No, <laughs> no. Is it as in like Perth doesn't midnight? do midnight launches for anything? Oh, really? Like, oh, this, I, this is I, I've our never favorite had a launch up here either. This is our new segment of Story of My Podcast. Other states are shit. <laughs> I saw, I, to be fair, I saw Endgame at 8.30 in the morning because they didn't do a midnight launch for it, and I fucking went to Docklands in Melbourne at 8.30 in the morning, fucking sat there and watched Endgame and, like, just cry my eyes out. Having a good, uh, the best Thirsty, time. thirsty bitch. I went at midnight and <laughs> saw it in gold class because oh, I'm sick. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, whenever a big movie comes out, we, we, we've got a cinema down the, like, not too far from us. It's possibly my favourite cinema in Victoria, like, in, in Melbourne. It's actually a really good one, so. Blessed. Nice. Hashtag blessed. Oh, speaking, yep. of, speaking of blessed, a movie that has no plot details, just as plot unknown, and I'm going in there blank, because this isn't, the movie isn't about plot. This movie is about La Familia. This is Fast X coming at you fast, coming at you hot, coming at you heavy on May 19th. Holy shit. I want to rip my shirt off, but it's new. I, God <laughs> damn it. for movies. God damn it. Fucking yes, please. I'm like so there for this movie. I went and saw fucking Fast and Furious 9 in 4DX at fucking, um, I think it's called 4DX, at, at Hoyt's at a high point. And do not regret that decision. I think that was the best possible movie to see in that format. 
Holy shit. Are I they going to space? They're going they to have, the moon. This has always already. been this has oh, been they have my theory. Space, yeah. they have this already. has been my theory since uh, I was about 13, 14, right? Well, however long ago. Actually, I don't know how the math adds up on that. But it was around like fast four and like five or something like that around there. And I told all my cousins, I told my family that in fast 10, they would go to the moon. And I stand by that theory. And I think they're going to race cars on the moon. I believe it, so but I mean, they've, I think, they've, I they... we may have something. Oh, it, oh, this fuck! And they do like jumps off craters and stuff like that. Hell, it's like the ending of that yes. moon episode of Futurama when they have that chase with the, yeah. with the Crushinator. Yeah. No, ah, I love him. <laughs> it's so good. I forgot Can you imagine this... Dom saying no, pa, <laughs> no, I pa. Forgot... I love I... him. <laughs> I forgot this movie was coming out this year and, like, when you sent through the list of the movies we're going to be talking about and I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, I just got so fucking excited. Like, I, I, a couple few years back, I decided I was going to, like, just watch all of the Fast and Furious movies because at that point I only watched the first two. Um, And so I then didn't realise that, like, three onwards is where things get very good. Um, (laughs) Like, and so I watched them all, like, over the course of a, a few weeks and... Had the best fucking time, like just so much fun. And then, like, I knew none of my friends were gonna go see, want to go see, like, fast, uh, like, um, fast nine or like Furious Nine or whatever they called it. Um, <laughs> I was like, I bought tickets, but I had a solo movie day and went and saw it in 4DX and had the best, just oh, giggled yeah. the whole time. And I'm gonna do the fucking same thing again for this because holy shit, I'm so excited for it. It's gonna be Joel, so much- we're gonna organize to watch this film together. Yes, yes. We're going to get a crew going, okay? A LaFamilia, if you will. Okay? Yeah, yeah. We'll go to LaFamilia beforehand, eat some rancid lasagna, and then we'll go see this film. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the best. LaFamilia with the LaFamilia, yeah. All right. Round the room before we do dope or nope. Actually, give me your dope and nope at the end of this, but I want to hear real quickly your batshit theory for this film, Joel. Just real quickly, top of your oh, head. Oh, fuck. I mean... <sighs> I, I actually don't know where they could go with this because I feel like the space thing is a bit too obvious now. They kind of did it in nine and I, I don't know. I think this is going to be, you know what? My wild theory is I think this is going to be a somewhat more grounded movie. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Ooh, I don't mind that. That. Is a, that is a crazy theory. And yeah, fun, is. this is like part one of two. So, yeah. Um. All right. Well, I didn't realize it was part one of two, but okay. Going off that, then I think there is some legitimacy in that theory, but if that's the case, then it's going to end up with um, Elon Musk making an appearance, no. and he's going to be the one that's going to be like, interesting. Gonna, years gonna ago, I would have said yes. No, nah, years ago, I would have said yes to that. I actually thought that, because that's what it was called Fast X, because it was going to be a SpaceX thing, but with everyone realizing that Elon Musk is a massive piece of shit, um, that they won't. Yeah, but- but it's too late now. Like he's already in the movie. He's already being paid. Like you know, it's, it's too late. It's Vin Diesel today. peels off his muscle suit. <laughs> and he's actually controlled by a little Elon Musk. I'll tell you what happens in Fast X. Imagine, if you will, escape the pod. world of tomorrow. Escape pod crashes into the moon, and out pops Dom, and he's in his suit, and he's got to like. Duct tape it shut because they just don't understand how logic works in space. <laughs> so they just duct taped his whole like suit shut because it's got some holes in it. And then he walks over and there's a secret moon base built by this organization that's been set up through the whole film. And he tears down the flag and behind it there's just a big swastika. And 
they've actually secretly been bringing Hitler back to life <laughs> on the so moon. So it's it's the Iron Sky crossover. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Wolfenstein. Sky. It's like Wolfenstein mixed with Fast and Furious, and that wasn't, is BJ. Get in. Wasn't that, wasn't that part of the plot for um Call of Duty Zombies in like Black? There was. Yes, yeah, there was. <laughs> so, Zombie I'm winning. Yes, you're you're a dope as well on this one. That's the that's Fast X. Uh, it's a note for me though. Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. I wasn't going to streaming. I'm not going to watch it. No, um, okay. Don't know what. Don't know what you missed out on. Don't know what you missed out on. What was the last two-part film that came out? It was Endgame and Infinity War. Mm, yeah. What did those films explore? Time travel. Time travel. I think, I'm not oh, joking I when I think they'll do time travel here. They're going to rescue that way. Paul Walker. No, 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 no. But you look. They can't go. They can't. It's a He's time machine. Like, not a, not a actually, miracle machine. Actually they'll go back. In real life as they're well. going to go back. Simon, stop with your goddamn Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey remake <laughs> theories, okay? God damn it. No, they're going to go back. They'll save Jesse from being shot in the original. Oh. Like, they will change things. And then they're going to come back and realize all that had to happen for them to stay together. Because they will be evil versions of themselves. They are going to fight themselves. They're they going to change Neg- the past. Negadon. Yeah, they're going to change. They're going to change the past, and they're going to come back, and they're going to have to fight or race or whatever these films are about. Yes. themselves. Two things. Yeah. Uh, two things. Uh, do, is anyone familiar with the the uh, like the like YouTube web series um, Overdrift as well, like no. drifting into the Dino Dimension? All right, well, I have to send you a, a, a video to watch afterwards. It's a, it's a video that we, me and my friends watched so much and would quote all the time. And, yeah, it's all about, like, drift like drift racing and stuff like that. But, like, they drift so hard they, like, go back in time. And it's like, oh, my God, they drifted into the dino dimension. It happens. Like, yeah, so I, it, I wouldn't be mad about that. But, honestly, I do think it's going to be a bit more grounded. It's still going to be bad. They will drive. Nice, but Holy shit. They're going to drag race through the um, Hadron Collider. No, no. And they're gonna come. They're gonna come right to the end, and they're about as they're about to crash into each other. Ooh. Okay, let's move on to the next film. We're sticking on Fast X too much. As much as I would like to speak about Fast X and family for hours, we cannot. Can we need to move on to? My God, we are eating goddamn well this year. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One. Oh yeah, straight up dope. Yeah, the, uh, together way dope. dope. The dope. dopest dope. film ever made. Yeah. <sighs> Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. We've gone through the trailer. We went through it in an older episode. Please go check that out on Spotify and iTunes. You may need to search for the Story Mode Video Game Podcast. We just got a name change. If you just started tuning in midway through this episode and were confused, I don't know <laughs> what you're doing in your life if you've done that. <laughs> but bless you. Mwah. Love you. Um, look, we don't talk about this too much. We saw a bunch of really cool spider, spider people. We saw, most importantly, the PlayStation 2 video game version of Spider-Man. Which... Yeah. Oh my god! But we also saw the the Insomniac um, Spider Man and Miles Morales. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I love how much respect those games get because of the story they follow. It's especially it's, Miles Morales. Oh, beautiful. This is going to be a good year for Spider Man fans because oh. we get this and Spider Man Two for PS Five. Like, well, holy fucking yeah. shit! Yes, because we had the same thing when Spider Man for the PS Four first came out because that was also the same year that Into the Spider Verse oh, came out. I didn't know. 
and yeah, people, I remember people kind of hesitant about it and it, it took a little while for everyone to sort of get over their, I don't know, fear of Miles Morales being as fucking cool as he is. People were like, uh, well, I think, I think that, that with the game, I think a lot of people were just like, well, this is DLC. Why is it full price? Blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Um, I, <laughs> I think clowns it's... who missed out. Cause that game was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that ending. Baby babies. I think. I I am saying 100% dope for the sequel to I think the best superhero movie in existence. So on its day, my favorite film ever. On its it's, day, it's it's up there. Yeah, Spider Verse is one of those films where if I need to do something creative, so if I'm making a bunch of new like story mode things, I will watch that film. Or if I'm going to build something or do anything, and I need just a little bit bit of a boost, I'll watch that or I'll listen to the soundtrack. I, and the soundtrack just, is fucking dope. Oh, yeah. There's it's two incredible. movies that do that for me. It's that and Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, I watch them and I come out the other end a different person. I don't even need to watch the whole movie. I just need to watch the um the fucking studio that logo scene. Intro, that intro. Well, that mm. scene as well. But like the studio, like the start of the movie with like the the Sony Pictures the end logo credits. So cool. Uh, oh, it's just it is a visual feast in the best possible way. Right, and not only that, move. it backs it up with just. So much heart and love. Let's move oh. on before we bust the nut, because we're going to talk about this next film a little bit, I think. The Flash, June 16. The Barry Flash. Allen <sighs> comes to an end when he's run so fast. <laughs> this is so stupid. He runs so fast, he creates a glitch in, the, in time itself when Barry comes across a similar past line. Who wrote this? This is IMDb. Sort your shit out. Comes across a similar past line dimension of worlds that collide. <laughs> What? God. Oh, dear. Oh, no. I don't think that's a fucking sentence. Okay, I'm gonna, okay wait, I'm going to do the long one. Whoever wrote this was typing too fast. They opened their own little <laughs> dimension. All right. I'm going to try this again. Barry Allen comes to an end when he he runs so fast, creates a glitch in the time itself. When Barry comes across a similar past line dimension of worlds that collide, reaches a timeline when Barry is seeking help from the Batman to try to fix the past as we know it. So that's clear. Look, what? let's not get into Ezra Miller and their dalliances with the law, because we'll be here forever, okay? I want to touch on a point here. DC hasn't had the cojones, if you will, to put a trailer into the Super Bowl since The Dark Knight. They are that confident in this fucking film that this is going to be the first one since then. Apparently, internal testing saying this is the hi- internally this is w- the highest rated um, DCU film to date. Sitting at like seventy six. Wow, it is. It must be that good. It's solely they have looked at. They have looked guarantee. at Ezra's long rap sheet and said, "Worth it." That's our person. Let's let's keep him. This is the thing I want. Like, I want to touch upon ever so slightly is that. Warner Brothers, like DC, have gone through this phase now of cancelling finished, completed projects left and right. Really promising stuff. Things like Batwoman and like all of these things that held so much promise and looked like they were shaping up to be really damn cool. And to be fair Flash, about Batwoman, though, it wasn't. I, well, it looked like it was- I, I wanted to see it come out. I would love to see, like, years from now, we will see it. But it was looking rough, to be fair. I was going to watch everything it just for Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh, this one, yeah, 100%. Yeah, fair. Um, 
both. But it, it, I don't know. It was it was one of those things that are like all of these projects that were shaping because it was still only part way through development. Like that one was only part way through development. Still, still had a fair bit of stuff to be done. And throughout all of this, all of these cancellations, all of this bullshit, the Flash has still survived as a project. And either DC are hundred percent betting on this; they've got full confidence in it, or they are absolutely fucking bonkers. No, I and think <laughs> I think so studios the, aren't that dumb. Studios make weird decisions. Be that surprised? Don't, no, 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 no. That's that. That's no. They're not. They they are massive studios for a reason. They make what? financially smart moves. It may not be what the fans want, but they're financially smart. This is going to do well. I also think it's partly because Michael Keaton. They had him. They couldn't scrap the film because they've got him. And this is going to be Ben Affleck's last pitch as. So, this, they think this is going to be their um, what was Spider Man, the new Spider Man film called the new Marvel no one. Way no way, no way home. home. This is going to be the No Way Home. This is messing I, with multiverses. We're going to see all well, these past characters. This is the thing. So I think it's really interesting that all the stuff with James Gunn taking over um, DC, like the cinematic and TV universe stuff, um, being announced when it did, and this movie coming out now because I think they're doing Flashpoint. Yeah, my knowledge. This is going to be the of, reboot. This yeah. is it. This is the hard reset in-universe for them to be able to go, cool, we've got a blank slate now, we can start again from scratch. Which is what a lot of people have said for years that this was going to be. Yeah. And yeah, I think but- it makes the most... It, it's making more and more sense as things go along. So It'll be interesting because, like, Marvel's done everything you can possibly do with comic book movies, really, except for reboots. Like, a, a reset, sorry. Because comic books do that all the time. They will just kill off everyone. New universe, new world. This is world 420. Hells yeah. I love how I said 420 and you exhaled at that moment, Joel. And just your whole window filled up with smoke. That was badass. You all missed it. If we were on Twitch still, you would have seen it, but whatever. Um, I, f- I forgot even what I, was, what I was saying. Oh, yeah. The whole reboot thing. They could do this. Like This could be something for you know people who aren't that into superhero films or just want something new from them. This could be like, oh, oh okay. This is something I haven't seen before i think secret wars is going to be that for the mcu but yeah we'll see um real quickly dope or nope this is dope for me i'm very intrigued this is my most intriguing the most intriguing film for me it's a dope nope but i'm it's it's a nope for me but i'm i'm i am curious but it, yeah it's it's a nope for me but i could be swayed all right now we're into the point where we have lesser information about these films so probably i keep saying we'll get through these quickly but then comes along a film that we'll talk about a lot Mm. Not necessarily this one. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, June 30. Experience the return of legendary hero Indiana Jones in the fifth installment of this beloved swashbuckling series of films. Finding himself in a new era, approaching retirement, Indy wrestles with fitting into a world that seems to have outgrown him. But as as the tentacles of an all-too-familiar evil return in the form of an old rival, Indy must don his hat and pick up the whip once more to make sure an ancient and powerful artifact doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Sorry, when I read that Indy picks up his whip, I imagine him just like Catwoman, and I am rigid. <laughs> <laughs> now, Felix, I know you've got a lot to say about horny Indy. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. What do you think? What's, what's left to say? I love Harrison <laughs> Ford. He's a beautiful man. But um, I think this I wish he, I was redeeming. a golf course so he could crash his plane into me. <laughs> this... <laughs> This French. <laughs> old fuck. Oh, dear. I love him, but fucking don't fly a plane when you're 800 years old. Come on. Shit. I'm 31 and I don't drive because I feel like I'm too old for it. 
Felix is yeah. frozen. He's that excited about it. I like how when we're in the pre-show, Felix is like, I'm going to talk about, Indi- I've got so much to say about Indiana Jones. I've got so much to say. Frozen. And now it get, got, it gets to it and he's, he's opened up Pandora's box and his face is melted off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Felix, get stuffed. Oh, God, I hope the audio <laughs> saved. Oh. Oh. Um, go around the room. I'm a, I'm going to say a nope for this. I, yeah. I'm, I'm saying dope because I, as in, in my own universe, there's only three Indiana Jones movies because I still haven't seen the one that doesn't exist. Um, so, <laughs> Crystal I, Skull, Joel, Joel, there is one. It's called. Called Crystal Skull. You should see it. Crystal it's aliens skull. and ants. Uh, uh, Crystal, skull. Joel. Crystal, Crystal Joel. skull. Joel. Crystal Skull. Crystal. Simon, stand up on my shoulders. They can hear us. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal Skull. Um, oh, um, and he can't hear because of my lisp. Crystal uh, Skull. <laughs> Crystal um, Skull. Oh, Simon, I'll um, slap you. I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, it's a dope for me because I feel like this is, like, this is it. This is going to be it, right? This is, this is. This is Harrison Ford's last dance, and mm. he fucking loves this character. Like, yeah, he does. You see the emotion that he was bringing when he was talking about this at D23, and it's like there's going to be something special about this movie, I think, and um, it might not be amazing, but I think it's going to have some good vibes to it as well. It's going to make it's going to make some people a bit teary-eyed. So I, for that reason, I'm, 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 it's a joke for me. I agree with that. Um. Moving on to another movie that Felix wants to talk about. I'm going to hang on to this one. I'll come back to it if he comes back. If not, I can't even do... I can't even do a good impression of him. Hello, I'm Felix. Oh, no, I've got it. Hello, I'm from, I'm from Queensland. Look at me. I'm young. Look at me. Look at me legs. They don't hurt when I move. Jesse, just Fuck trying him. to get back at the fact that you just, like, slayed me for being old before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I cut him. You I cut him, folks. Right now, Jesse. Just give it up. <laughs> Speaking of old, July 21st, Oppenheimer comes out. Ooh, the yes. big, oh, this is going to be a big, big film. The story of, I, I really described that well, a big film. Tune into our podcast about cinema where I describe movies as big. Big, big. The big. story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the development of the atomic bomb. Yeah. It makes a big okay. bomb. So Bad. I, 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 done know, that. I know a little bit about Oppenheimer as a person and he was sort of moderately incredibly terrified of what he made and he's got a really famous quote attributed to him which is i am become death and i am become death destroyer of worlds yeah it's a very cool line with a very odd structure yes but also at the same time like it that shit haunted him like he was so afraid of what he had made he was like this is this is awful like this is the worst thing but he knew the purpose that it had to serve so it, he had like this real sort of internal conflict, and I'm quite looking forward to seeing this played out. I'm pretty keen for this. Like this, this is a dope from me. The thing I... I'm most interested about with this, sorry to cut you off there. But no, no, no. Listen to another podcast, uh, last podcast on the left. They talk about the occult and such, and they were talking about some fella who was mates with Alistair Crowley. You know, the 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 dark magician, the dark lord that was Alistair Crowley. Um. Apparently, Oppenheimer was actually a, a lot of scientists in that time were actually interested in the occult. I hope they explore that. There's going to be a bit of a really weird pull. Have you guys read um, From Hell, Alan Moore, the graphic novel no. about Jack the Ripper? No, I haven't. No, it's fascinating. Oh. It's really, really interesting because cool. 
not to give too much away, plus I haven't read it in years, but towards the end you realise there was a massive like occult magic element in this story to the Jack the Ripper tale where every time he murdered someone, his leg I'm probably getting this wrong, basically he, like because his legacy became so powerful, he was seeing tears in time because he became in it, in it because he was so infamous, he became immortal. Okay. He was always going to be known. So he started like ripping portals through and he could see things. And then he became horrified by what people became. Um, I hope this has an element of the occult in it. Doesn't have to be much. I just want a little nod towards it. I think it'd be really interesting because, look, this could be two and a half hours of people just talking. And that'd be good. Great actors behind it. But eh. plus they've got the, um, they made a nuclear explosion without CGI. Mm. I'm just going to put it out there. If you're making a movie about atomic bombs, Christopher Nolan, I know, you know, I know you're listening, friend of the show. You can use CGI. Like, that's fine. No one's going to be like, oh, oh, a nuclear explosion doesn't look very realistic, does it? That's fine. Like, uh, To be fair, they didn't use CGI in Top Gun Maverick, and I think that's why that movie is. But they didn't so have cool. any nuclear explosions. They didn't have to recreate an atomic bomb. Like, no, how did true. they do it without nuking a place? There is. Did they, just, a- did they just, like, get a normal bomb and zoom in? No. It's like, no, it was no, real big. <laughs> There's a couple of compounds. I can't remember exactly. I, I remember reading about this recently. Uh, there's a couple of compounds that are like highly explosive, and when you do blow them up, it makes almost an identical-looking mushroom cloud, but it's got zero fallout. There's zero radioactive components to it. It just so happens that the way it combusts is like almost identical to the way a... I can't remember what it was off the top of my head, but I remember reading about it just... Just recently. I think it was in line with Oppenheimer and people I, were talking about it. So. Yeah, I think I, I have no, like, uh, I'm not a huge Christopher Nolan boy or anything like that. Yeah, I, I'm not noping it, I guess. I, I think it's going to be dope and I probably will see it. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's I just pretty hope, heavy subject matter. It is. And I just, I just hope that I can hear and understand what people are saying in it. Because I saw Tenet in the cinema. Oh my god, Tenet sucked. Tenet was so Jesus. bad. Tenet was yeah. is in the top ten least enjoyable movie experiences I've ever had. It was yeah, just it was. obnoxious. And anyway, um, um, I'm going to say Dopenheimer for this one. Yeah, dope Dopenheimer for me. It's dope for me because uh, good do it for say my boy Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid, Dopenheimer for Jack. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jack Quaid's the man. All right, let's Fuck move yeah. on to a movie that I'm 100 percent doping. Like off the bat, this looks yep. fun. Barbie, July 21st. To live in Barbie land is to be perfect being in a perfect place unless you have a full-on existential crisis or you're a Ken. Now, (laughs) the interesting thing from this little tag, a Ken, there are multiple Kens. Many a Ken. Very intrigued by this, but can we, Joel, I want you to describe your feelings when you first saw that teaser. I Look, I knew it was going to be... I, I knew that this was going to be something to talk about and something to be excited for because, I mean, Greta Gerwig's directing. So uh, I, I've i only really seen uh, Lady Bird and I loved Lady Bird. This isn't Lady Bird for sure. But, like, I think she's going to do something pretty interesting with this. Um, but, yeah, that first trailer is wild and got me even more excited for what is going to truly be just a fun, fun experience that – Probably will have something to say. I feel it's gonna have it's gonna have a message that's gonna be pretty important. I think. 
carried Simon, did it. you see that initial teaser, the, the Space Odyssey teaser? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Simon? Yep. No, no, I have not. Oh, okay, so... It's great. It's... You know the, that scene with the, um, the, the obelisk in, in 2001 with all the monkeys and, and they put their hand the in it? Monkeys. It's a, I've never, I've never actually seen two. You probably would have absorbed it from like cultural uh, osmosis. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, if you like Simpsons lampoons all the time. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's it's like little girls playing with dolls in like the wasteland, and they all see this massive shadow, and they put their hand up on it, and it's Barbie. <laughs> it's like the Robbie moment of Barbie, evolution yeah. for for like young girls' toys. I, I I thought it was real fun. The color scheme was good, and I think. One of the best parts of it, the actors look like they're having a blast with it. Oh, and that's, that's what I think. Thing, so, yeah. That's so I, important. I think that's what's going to be a p- part of it as well, is because like you've got someone like Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like playing Barbie and Ken, and they just look like there's that one like like uh, set photo that like leaked out of them in the the, the full on like neon like eighties nineties skating gear, and it's just like. And they're just laughing and smiling and talking to each other. You're like, man, this is just going to be a good time. And I, but again, I think it's going to have like some pretty good moments of poignance to it as well. So, yeah, I am very excited for this movie. I think it's going to be so much fun. Now, I just heard back from Felix. Rest in peace. He is in the Nevisphere. Oh. He's <laughs> he's dead. He got struck oh, by no. lightning, and his bomb yeah, bon went off. Yeah. He has um. Uh, asked me to say a certain line when we get to a certain film, and um, I will honor his wishes. Next up, a movie we don't really have much about. Actually, the next movie we don't really have much about, so we can barrel through them. The Marvels. Um, interesting. We should get a trailer for it probably at, when Quantum Mania comes out because I, I imagine so. that the events of Quantum Mania will affect. Um, yeah, the yeah. Marvels around, a fair bit. That's but, around Super Bowl. Yeah, when Quantum Mania um, comes out. It comes out July twenty eighth. I don't know when Super Bowl is. Oh no, no. I mean, it's, around, it's about it's about Ant-Man around uh, ten in the Bowl. AFL though. So they could do something special there. Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp will be around Super Bowl time, I think. So when Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't fucking know, but at start of the year sometime, I think. Well, hang on, bear with me. But it's yeah. Um, I'm excited for this. I really enjoy Captain Marvel. Um, I know Same. I'm probably in the minority for it. Um, yeah, Monday the thirteenth of February is um. Yeah, no, that'll, that'll be that'll be pretty. So cool. we'll absolutely get a trailer at Super Bowl for for the Marvels. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm even more excited because Miss Marvel was fucking great. Um, and if you've watched that show and watched it right to the end of the credits, you'll be very, you'll be probably just and enjoyed it. You'll be just as excited as I am for it. Um, so. That show, that show slapped. I really enjoyed that. Fucking rips. I, I like Captain Marvel a lot, and Monica Rambeau comes back from um, fucking a one division. So I'm intrigued how they they wrap all that together. Um, yeah. Look, the the basic Marvel dope for me. I will go see this in cinema. Uh huh. Yep. Me too. Nope for me. Yeah. I, again, I've expressed my opinions on the MCU at this stage. All right. Again, I'm I'm open to being convinced otherwise. A movie that I'm just gonna say yes. Not even dope. Just yes to. <laughs> Meg to the Trench. Plot unknown. <laughs> sequel to the 2018 film The Meg, which is not a sequel to The Megan, which just came out. Um, big <laughs> Shark. Freaking. Big, big shark. Like, you think there's a big shark, and then the biggest shark eats the big shark, and you're like, whoa, that's a big fucking shark. That was, and I think Gerard Butler's in it. <laughs> nice. 
good to see I, he's still doing something. It's I think it's a, a note from me. It's a note from me. No, sorry, Jason Statham. Yeah, it's oh. Jason Statham. Sorry, Gerard Butler's in the movie coming out soon called Plane. Plane. Oh. Fuck. I wonder what that's about. My God, Plane. So <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, no, it's a note from me. I, I didn't see the Meg. I have no real want yeah, to see the Meg. And I don't, I don't know really why I've seen it. It's shit. It's bad. It's, it's a note from it's a me. Note. Like, again, that's the thing. I only heard negative things about it. I was like, okay. Exactly. Right, let's yeah. stop going through these ones quickly. Gran Turismo, August 11th. When I first heard the idea of this being made into a movie, I'm like, this is, that's silly. There's so many other things they could make into a film. Until I read this plot synopsis, which I'm like, oh, I stand corrected. The ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver based on a true story. This is fascinating. I've never actually heard the story. I didn't know this happened. But what an yeah, interesting that's... tale. Like, this isn't about the game, like, universe. This is about the game. And yeah, I, I, I haven't seen a video game adaptation take that angle. I I it's... think this is yeah, interesting. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, David Harbour's also in it, so fuck yeah. But um, Neil Blomkamp yeah. is um, directing it. And that's the other thing, too. I'm like, at the very least, it's going to look really good. At um, the very least, he's going to fuck one of those prawn creatures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shoot a pig, but I won't shoot another fucking prawn. Um, what a film. It's, yeah, so good. But oh, Wait, uh, hold yeah. up. Orlando Bloomsons as well? Yes, he is. Oh, damn. Ooh, eye yeah. candy. It's, um, yeah, so I, I think it's the... The competition that they they talk of in it, I think that this one might be the the first one they did, but I think they do it yearly now. Well, they do it on a regular occurrence now, um, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Like where they get people who are really good at Gran Turismo to go and drive real cars, and it's mm. and it's the people that are like good at Gran Turismo by having like full setups at home with like yeah, like yeah. full like you know simulator rig sort of things. So it's not like Oh, they're really good with the controller. They did, now they can drive a car well. It's yeah, like um, I didn't actually tell yeah. you guys, but I used to play Podcast Simulator a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. And uh, luckily, yeah. a few people saw me um, playing it at an arcade, and they felt sorry for me. And used they said, to play, "Who's the show?" Used to play Talking Simulator a lot. Hey, hey. well played. Um, I'm gonna say nope because this is definitely a movie I watch on Netflix. Nah, it's dope. I, it, it's gonna, I reckon it's going to be one of those movies you need to see on a fucking huge screen. Well, they've already shown a few images and there is... Remember in the Doom film, how they tried to do like the FPS camera angle and it was just, it was just dumb. They do the it. actual proper Gran Turismo camera angle in this at one point. And it looks pretty cool. Yep. And I, I think it's going to be like, yeah, seeing some of these races, like this... this I'm hoping it's got like like an IMAX format as well. That I hope he has to finish sick. like 20 races to win like a Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> Make it realistic. Get, get his next license. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a it's a note from me. Uh, I, I again could be convinced otherwise, but I reckon it's something I'll watch when it comes to streaming. All right, October 6th, Craven the Hunter. Now, <laughs> IMDb, honey, are you okay? Because this blurb is cooked okay. I, I don't know i'm not i don't know how imd will i i can't even pronounce an acronym now with that far into the show <laughs> i don't know how imdb does it on their end i think a lot of it's user um created Sorry. but whatever craven looks for love on his new reality show who's craven a piece 
Watch as Craven entertains beauties from around the world on the most adventurous dates, like spelunking with vampire bats to hunting endangered, poli- endangered politicians. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll feel uncomfortable as you watch Craven get dirty on many a freshly skinned hide. All that and more this summer. So I, I that was weird. Um, um also, uh, this is the movie that Felix requested. I say, he will say, um, just please mention that Craven the Hunter will absolutely say it's hunting time as a reference oh, to Morbius. Yeah. Which yeah, is a film yeah, that I watched yeah, yeah, on my break yeah. and it broke me. Um uh, <laughs> Craven the Hunter Sure, I I guess Aaron Taylor Johnson's in it. I think Russell Crowe's in it, apparently. This could have potentially have ties to like Sony Spider-Man universe as well. So I, I yeah, if it's if it's good, they might follow through with it because I think they were trying to do that with Morbius as well. But sort of just stripped all of that out from what I can tell. Yeah, um, if if they redo it, and then like spoilers for Morbius and Craven meets um uh what's the flying boy's name Vulture uh, Vulture yeah um, that could be pretty cool. But look, it's a it's a it's a nope from me. Yeah, it's a nope from me at the moment because I yeah. don't know anything about it, and I'm like, whatever. Like it, yeah. With that that side of the Sony Spider Man universe that aren't Spider Man movies, I I'm like, whatever. Simon, yeah, money. yeah. No, I, I agree. It's a, it's a nope from me. But. Okay, November third. This is a film that I'm going to watch on the biggest screen legally allowed. Okay, June part tune. Why <laughs> they call it that? This follow up film will explore the myth mythic journey of Paul. Watch name Paul. Paul Atreides, <laughs> as he unites with Chennai and the Freeman on a warpath of revenge against the conspirators who destroyed his family. Facing a choice between the love of his life and the fate of the known universe, he endeavors to prevent a terrible future only he can foresee. Plus, there are weird worms with like asshole mouths that eat sand. Those worms are gross. I don't I don't like them. Uh Big so baleen teeth. Ugh. Yeah, that would smell so bad. Like confession, <laughs> confession. I still haven't watched Dune Part One. It, yeah. it, me, it is neither. Okay, I, well then I, I I'm gonna to. I will have this by myself. It is phenomenal. It is because I think a lot of movies have been marvelified for better or worse. Mm. You don't get movies that feel like a proper epic that can have quiet moments. So it's kind of almost like a polar opposite of like an Avatar, which felt really epic, but it always needs to have something going. It always need to be if there was no dialogue, it needed to be visually like stunning. Dune was a film that could have quiet, simple moments of just the desert, and you were—I was locked in. It has this like quiet lore about it. I really highly recommend watching it on a big screen if you can. Uh, yeah, I, definitely something not yeah. to watch on your phone. I uh, no, yeah. No. And all the characters are no. named like Bill and Paul and Ted. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> the only thing I know about Dune is because there was a live show of my brother, my brother and me, where they kept Gom Jabbar, like, baby, Yom, Yom Jabbar, and, and Gom it Jabbar. made me laugh a lot. This, this is yeah. this is a dope for me. It's a nope from me because uh, again I haven't seen the first one and mm-hmm. I'm like uh, I, I feel like I it's actually think you'd the quite opportunity like it. to watch the first one. Okay. I, I've missed the opportunity to watch the first one though. No, it still exists. I, I know that, but at the same time, it's like it's one of those things where oh, to get the best experience, you need to watch it on the biggest screen possible, sort of thing. Yeah, but you're still what, you're not, that window. You're not going to get the best experience so, possible. Eh. But put it this way: I watch Top Gun Maverick on my TV. I wish yeah. I saw it in cinema. But it went from, like, I think if I saw it in cinema, I would have thrown up with excitement. It was still one of the best movies I've ever watched. Do you have a favor? Don't don't miss it out just because people are like, oh, you've got to see it this way. Just just watch it. 
I was going to bring up the same thing. I was like, yeah, I like I, I someone who watched Top Gun Maverick last night on my fucking 55-inch TV and was still just like, Jesus, that movie was good. Like it's, I yeah, I'm sad I missed it at the cinemas. I, I'm just going to try and find the time because it's quite long, isn't it? Yeah, it's like 14 hours yeah. long. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> long. That's the reason I haven't watched it yet. Oh, so it's still like two hours shorter than Avatar Way of the Water, whatever. What a, what a and I'm more man. interested in watching this than I am in watching Avatar. <laughs> All right, next up, guys. Remember the Hunger Games? It's back in prequel form. Yes. The yes. Hunger Games: so- The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, November seventeen. Coral, <laughs> you can't call a character Coral Anus. You can't do well, that. You just did. It's Coral Cornelius. Anus. It's, it's, Coral yeah. Anus Snow. Come on, it's, Coral it's, Anus Snow. Cornelius but okay. Snow. I'm reading. What is it? IMDb. Okay, <laughs> and it is Coriolanus. So. For everyone listening, I can see in the reflection of the cabinets behind Jesse. I can see his screen. I can see him pointing at the words. But there, yeah, <laughs> yeah I can see it. I mean, but... yeah, look, yeah. <laughs> I always look read it as <laughs> look at this. I always read it as Cornelius Snow. So it is no, Cornelius. Cornelius. It's Cory. It's I'm reading. Coriolanus. Okay. Yeah. I'm reading off this thing. It says Coralinus, so it's Coralinus. Grow up. And to be get the name fair, in Pan fair, Am. In the first Hunger Games books, they didn't really refer to him by his first name. He was always. You can't print the word so. anus. It's wrong. It's illegal. <laughs> Burn the book. I don't think it's illegal. It's illegal. You can't write Are the word anus. Let me say it. Not illegal. Definitely. Illegal. Okay. Let me read textbooks. about fucking Hunger Games: The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Coralina Snow, God. at age 18, years before he would become the tyrannical president of Pan Am. Young, fuck, who writes these? Young Coralina is handsome and charming, and through the Snow family has fallen on hard times. He sees a chance for a change in his fortunes when he is chosen to be a mentor for the 10th Hunger Games, only to have his elation dashed when he is assigned to mentor the girl tribute. The girl tribute? Who wrote this? From impoverished District 12. Nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't give a shit about this film. <laughs> like, I, the only interesting thing about it was I, what I just read out. Okay, and Coralina's is pretty funny. Like, I, know. I had, I quite like the Hunger Games, the books, um, and the yes, movies. The books like, were great. the books were fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, I, like, I remember getting to the end of the second book, and the way that that, that book ended, I was like, mm. I was away on holiday, and I was like, where's the bookshop? I need the next one. <laughs> I agree. I think the movies were actually quite fun. I only watched them a few years ago, and yeah. I just watched them like one after another. I like how that man became a baker so hard that he became Solid Snake at one point. That was yeah, impressive. Yeah. That was. Yeah. He looked like it's, um, he looked like the naan bread from the Mighty Boosh. I did. That, yes. that yeah. scene always messed me up. Uh, Not now, okay. naan bread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, I, yeah, I'm excited for this because it's this is like yeah a a prequel tale for like the villain of the mainline Munger, Hunger Games books. So, um, no, no, stick with it. Munger Games. Yeah, Munger the Munger Games. Games. Munger Games starring Coraline of Snow. I was going to roll on from that. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Not anymore. Um, yeah, no, I'm interested in this. I, I remember the book coming out like a year or two ago. And I was like, oh, I should read that. And then I forgot, oh, wait, I trouble. I have trouble reading comics now, let alone books. So um, I didn't get around to it. But yeah. I, I just have trouble it. reading. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> slight lie. Um, it's, it's one of those things that for me, I kind of don't care. Like I've fallen off the Hunger Games bandwagon. Uh, the movies did that for me. The fact that the third book was split into two just ruined, Mm. like absolutely destroyed the pacing and the momentum. And it it just, just killed it. Like just 
dead on the spot for me. Um, however, my partner, she has read the book that this is based on, and she says it's pretty good. Okay. If a little bit contrived in a few places, oh, but yeah. she wants to go see it, and I'm like, you know what? Why not? So it's a dope yeah. by association. It's it's a dope. It's a dope I think for me. I'm in a similar situation. Like my wife hasn't read the book or anything like that, but like we saw all the Hunger Games movies at the cinemas together and mm. talked extensively about the books together. So I, I think it'll be something that we'll be like, yeah, absolutely. We'll go for it. Again, day night movie. Like it'll be we'll go and see yeah, this together yeah. and have a good time, I think. So yeah. yeah. All right. On to the next movie. Wonka Wonka Doddly Doo. I've got another movie for you. Wonka. In cinemas, December 15th, strap in, strap on, isn't, do whatever you need to do, whatever's your proclivity. By... I'll get to that moment, sir. Yep. You would think after I, I've, I've introduced 7,000 films by now, you would understand what this is. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stop looking at you. <laughs> I'm looking at you. You want to speak? Yes, it's, it's Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong. Yes, he is playing Thank Wonka you. and his many <laughs> glorious candy sticky friends. Okay. <laughs> I've lost my mind right now. <laughs> the story will focus specifically on a young Willy Wonka and how he, mu- how he met the Oompa Loompas on one of his earliest adventures. All right, so it's going to be like fantastic workers and where to find them. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is going to... <laughs> this is fucking dumb. This is dumb. Yeah. Look, Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Give me a movie about like an older Charlie. Tell me how his grandpa mm. got that bed. <laughs> I, look, the piss bears that his whole family a- have a gang bang in at the side of that film because none of them want to work. They're just roughly each other up, sliding up against each other, all oiled up probably. And then they come this back sticky. Um, Could you imagine when he came back? Sorry. Sorry. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Jesse's got. My Wonka hole is open. Okay. <laughs> and almost bear witness. Could you imagine when these fucking motherfuckers come back from this candy factory, grandpa's eating all of his candy in bed covered in chocolate and various slimes, he's burping and stuff so he doesn't float away. Could you imagine they would all stick together and it, they would look like a boss from The Last of Us Part 2. Like, it is, it is a grotesque uh, rat, rat king. Rat king, rat king, rat king. <laughs> of these elderly people who could work, but they don't want to because they're sticky boys. It's look. I, you were saying about like you wanted to see like a uh, like a older Charlie sort of in charge of the factory sort of thing. That could happen because I think this is the one of the the movies. It's it's a Netflix movie because it's um, Netflix bought uh, acquired the rights to Roald Dahl's stories. Ah, um, okay, I didn't so know. So they are producing a lot of like Roald Dahl stuff because that's why um, Matilda the musical is on Netflix as well, and it has its own uh, like intro logo for the the. Roll Dahl. Guys, yeah. sorry, can I just go through the cast? Because I've had whiplash. Like, I've seen an actor be like, yeah, I'll see that. Wait, <gasps> wait, no, mm, wait, uh, no. Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong. I like him. Small little boy. Yeah, he's good. good for him. I- I'm a fan of him. Olivia Coleman. Fantastic. Fantastic. Peep show. I'm, I'm sure she had other films. Um, but then, Man vs. B himself, Rowan the fucking Atkinson. Oh, yeah. Why is he in it as a priest? Why is there a priest in the film? <laughs> That's kind um, of fucking hilarious. But then we've also got Keegan Michael Key and okay. Matt Lucas. What a Britain. Uh, and Great British Matt Bake Lucas. Off. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a few named characters. Okay. So we have obviously young Willy Wonka, Rowan Atkinson as priest, Matthew Bainton as Fickle Gruber or Finkle Grubber, Murray McArthur, ship's captain, and Freya Parker as Miss. Bon Bon. 
I hate it so much. I mean, again, this is probably going to be a Netflix movie, so I, I, out of curiosity, if the trailers look, I'm not sure if it is. I might watch it. I feel like it might be. I feel like this is part of their deal. I know that Netflix have the like acquired the the rights to. Maybe it's like a glass onion situation. I don't know. Maybe. Um, um, no, I can't see anything. Okay. In Maybe particular I'm about it, I feel like that would have been called out. But look, I think for its sake, it should be. Yeah. Um, I, look, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, and especially coming out like fifteenth of December because I know Matilda came out Christmas Day. Um, so like that December time period is a good time for it. I think. I don't know. And I'm not not last. Oh wait, shit. are we doping or doping? Um, nope. Just he, no, he's no. sticky uh-uh. boy. Come with me. <laughs> I hate him. He's out. He's out. <laughs> oh. uh, I hope there's a scene where a, he's like, "Hey, should we make a chocolate river?" He's like, "Yeah, fuck it." I hope it kills a kid. <laughs> it's Sick a note man. from me, but for reasons entirely unrelated to Jesse boy weird hatred of Willy Wonka as a concept. He's fine. His his regard for the rules is indecent. I mean, so if is I yours. Do I run a factory? Yes. No, I, fuck, no. I run a, I run a podcast. Re- slave labor right now. I run a this podcast, is... okay? And boy, yeah, wait until you factory. get the... Factory. Wait until you get the... out. Wait till you get the, uh, the tour of the factory. You're going to be thrown to all <laughs> sorts of TV shrinkings and such. <laughs> little I'm Simon running around. i from Pax. How no. <laughs> oh, a little pet Simon now. Um, I've already said it. I think I've already said it. I'm a, I'm a nope on this one. Um, let's move on to our last film. Christmas Day. Tell your family, sorry everyone, I'm fucking busy. Okay, <laughs> clear your schedule. Old Saint Nick's gonna come on Boxing Day because he's gonna be busy watching Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. Plot unknown. Sequel to 2018 film Aquaman. <laughs> cool. Um, I think there's only one intriguing thing about this film. It it's yeah. placing in relation to the Flash. So if they do do Flashpoint. Mm. Will this happen before Flashpoint? Making whatever happens in it, meaningless or not. Now, look, there's some other things about casting. I'm just, we're not even going to get into it. Yeah. No. But. Avoid that. Eh, of all the, of all the DCEU films, Aquaman's the one I've, I've not cared about at all. The other ones have been, had moments where they're bad, but then they've had moments where they're like, oh, okay, I, I can see what you're going for here. There are elements that I like, like, it just needs a bit more cohesion. All those movies could have been saved with a few different things, except probably Wonder Woman 2. I just didn't like it. Mm. Um, Aquaman just didn't have anything going for it. I've not yeah. seen it, but from what I hear, it seems like it's just, it's a fun spectacle movie. So, like, where it just, shit happens and it's kind of fun. And There's a part sometimes. where they fight in, like, Italy and somebody controls wine. Because they control water and they make spikes out of wines. Like, okay, but just just go into the sea. Can you make the sea into a big spike? Like that would be cool. Probably. Well, what's why are you show me what, why? Like, this is like stepping really? out of the Willy Wonka's candy factory and opening yeah. up, just being like, hey, this whole movie's about a bag of gobstoppers. Like, there's more. Like, show me the candy factory that is the ocean. I feel like, I feel like we've ended on a bit of a bummer. Like, I like, yeah, I'm yeah. I have no strong opinions about this whatsoever, and I don't yeah. think I'll see it. It's a it's a nope from same me. here. It absolutely the same. I I haven't seen the first one. It was at the time, uh, I think, where the DC cinematic stuff was really sort of starting to not. It, it was becoming apparent that it wasn't doing what anyone wanted it to do. And Aquaman, unfortunately, took the brunt of that because you know 
most of the actors in it are really good and fun and supposedly it's really enjoyable. I've started watching it about four times and given up less than 20 minutes in. Yeah, it's every just, it, it's time. nothing. Like, I've seen it. And I've seen it twice, actually. All I can remember is, is that wine thing because it's stupid and I literally, I can't even name the villain. It's it's a nothing film. But to be fair, the thing. to these last few films, we have been a bit more negative about the last few films purely because we don't have information about them. That's just yeah, how well, that that's, works. That's We've absolutely got absolutely yeah. Year's top yeah. ended. So maybe we'll re- revisit a few of these uh, towards the midpoint of the year. But just before we do start to wrap up, Dope or Nope, Aquaman, Nope for me. No. no. Nah. Get out of here, Jason Momoa. Yeah, sorry, Jason. Sorry, Jason. Like, Jason, big, you're big fan of Jason. You seem like a good bloke, but mm, mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Let's wrap this up because I'm going insane. And I kind of want to watch Willy Wonka. Actually, I need to eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening. It's all I'm happening, just, guys. I'm just going to send a uh, like, Willy Wonka chocolate bar to your house. I'll get a gold day. ticket, run around. Um, <laughs> look, we're up, up here. And just appears and is like, well, hey, let's go. If you want to hear more of our show, we are on Spotify and iTunes. Just a reminder, we have rebranded. We are now the Story Mode Podcast, where we'll be focusing on not just video games, but also movies, like we did in this episode, TV shows, music, all sorts of things. Anything entertainment and gaming adjacent. So it's going to be a fun yeah, time. Um, you can search for us by st- searching for a Story Mode Podcast, the Story Mode Podcast, or Story Mode, a video game podcast. You'll get 150-odd older episodes uh, while you're at it. Please look for our other Story Mode Game Network show, Dialogue Options, starring the beautiful, charismatic, dynamic duo, Joel and Kyron. The six-pack John Wick tattooed Kyron Morrison. I remember the law we're building. Um, so check him out. Look, he because we've done the rebranding and things like that, we are a little bit harder to find at the moment. So if you do find us via links, which you can find on our social, which I'll get to in a moment, please, please, please leave us a review five stars it, it will mean the world to us it helps us out so so much um it's really hard to climb those view viewability i'm going to invent that word um so that would mean the world to us if you do want to get those links a little bit easier we are of course on all your socials um facebook twitter instagram hive when i can be bothered uh, that is what it is um at stormed a u s you'll see all of our posts for the new podcast and a few more announcements uh we've got coming down the track um, of course, we are. Look, we still have a Twitch. We're kind of reworking out what we're doing with with our Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash Storm at AUS. We'll still have some streams in the future, but we are going to tweak it slightly and have a bit more uh, dynamic content on there. We've also got a YouTube search for Storm Mode Gaming. Um, we've got these podcast recordings. You can listen to them there. Um, we'll also be releasing a few reviews and previews and things like that in the future. Now, lads, if people want to find you guys on. Twitter, where will they find you, Simon? Simon's on mute, so he doesn't get to. F- so I am. I- <laughs> <laughs> the break was too long. <laughs> yeah, um, you can find me <laughs> at Sai421 on Twitter. Joel, I was wondering to myself, like, why haven't I been interrupted? This is bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was letting you have your moment, dude. Thanks, I was, I was- Thanks man. <laughs> That's why I muted myself. So that way you could carry on uninterrupted. <laughs> Joel, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac. And you can also find Nicholas Fe- Nicholas Felix. I always read his uh, Twitter handle as Nicholas Felix, even though it's Nichols underscore Felix. Um, rest in peace. Or you can find me at Jesse Spanner. I guarantee you my tweets make more sense 
than the words that come out of my mouth. Um, for the most part, don't make don't make a promise you can't Look. keep, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Big day. Um, <laughs> listeners, listeners, thank, you, thank so you, much. you so much. I hope you really, I hope you enjoy this new sort of angle we're taking. If you have any feedback for us, shout it out. Uh, let us know. We want to make this show the, the best thing it possibly can be. I mean, want to give you guys what you want. Um, but also, thanks for sticking with us. It's been we're really looking forward to this year. I think we've kind of got off our, a lot of our ducks in a row. Um, as I said on Twitter, we've done a, a, a green goblin and gone back to formula, focusing on these podcasts. Um, so we just want to hear from you guys. We have a bunch of ideas for shows in the future, but you can help us, help guide us along a better path. Um, but in the meantime, be safe. Oh, no, I normally say play some games. What did I say here? Enjoy media. Enjoy media in general. <laughs> Dear listeners, be safe, consume, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Multimedia. <laughs> <laughs>